2: Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast that hopes you'll listen, even though Michael Keaton isn't showing up. It's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, streaming live most Fridays, or available to download later in your podcast fee, unless, of course, you're a patron patrons get perks patrons get those perks we have an imdb i'm your (laughs) host aaron dicer and he looks cooler running than tom cruise it's andrew ormsby ladies and gentlemen (laughs) that is impossible but ahoy (laughs) each week we'll chat about movies tv and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds and please welcome our other guest this week you want hot takes he's got 20 it's john paula ladies and gentlemen wow Good to be back! Excited to talk
3: box office because uh, I'm a little bit obsessed with numbers and
2: yeah. predicting
3: things. So uh, buckle up, this will be fun.
2: <laughs> and please welcome our second guest this week. What? She is what? here all the way from Australia to throw another vote on the Barbie. It's Alice! Oh dear, oh
3: dear. Our, our folks listening at home couldn't see my eyes roll, but if you were watching live...
2: <laughs> listen, listen, that was a top-notch pun right there. That That's the good stuff right there. Look,
4: you didn't say shrimp on the barbie, so I'll call that a win. Because we do call it a barbie, but we do not call prawns shrimp. I need that. This is a PSA. We call them prawns. No Australians ever called it a shrimp. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, shrimp wouldn't have made sense in regards to the movie, so I had to had to uh, make it in regards to to Barbie the movie. Exactly. So nice. So nicely, it's all good. So. And
4: now you're all educated.
2: Now, now I'm glad. Uh, I feel <laughs> feel much smarter now, and I will never say shrimp again in Australia. Good. Next time I'm visiting. Yeah, uh, guys, it is so cool to have a four person show today. Like that's mm. this is fun. I'm glad to have you guys here. We talked a little bit on the. Pre-show uh, about some of the history of actually, I don't know that that's on the pre-show. We talked a we talked a little bit on the pre-pre-show uh, <laughs> about that stuff. So maybe Phil will uh, include that at the end of some outtakes or something. But uh, but it's been interesting, just kind of to to think back at how long we've been doing this and you know you guys are often on the show and I'm so very thankful for that uh we have a special episode today we're doing the summer some game picks today and so i thought it might be fun uh to get a few voices in here and to get a few predictions and this of course commits you to september to come back and to uh, see looking how we did and who won uh, the the battle between us. So I'm looking forward to it as well. Now, if you want to play the Summer Some game and you downloaded this podcast the day it came out, <laughs> you have <Shame>. two days. <laughs> so, oh. like, uh, you yeah, your time is running out. I would recommend right now pausing this podcast or if you can, you know, multitask. Uh, Going online right now to sifpop.com, clicking on Summer Sum Game and getting your picks in so you can play against us. Uh, Excited to see those. I think we've got about 30 people who have made picks so far. Um, So if you want to join in and see how you can uh, stack up against the rest of us, that would be a lot of fun. But again, has to happen immediately because it does close uh, Wednesday before Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out next week. So uh, Or as you're listening to it. If you're not watching live uh, this week. Uh, Okay, here's how this is going to work. We will get right into it, guys. Uh, We have each picked our top 10 domestic earners for summer 2023. That calendar uh, goes from the first weekend of May to the first weekend of September It includes uh, all the money made by movies that come out the first weekend of May. So if they make some on Thursday previews or whatever, that goes into the total as well. Uh, And then it goes all the way through Labor Day in September, uh, that Monday. That's when you stop counting. And that's, I think, an important
3: distinction from how box offices
2: typically tally,
3: which is you normally count anything the movie earns in its lifetime is counted when it came out. So even if... A movie comes out, uh, it would be a bad idea, for example, to pick a movie that came out on August 30th because you'll only have the first week of its uh, Correct. total inclusion. Unless You, you think don't, it's you don't know a, my
2: strategy. Unless you, don't you know. think it's going to make $150 million opening weekend uh, no. or whatever the case may be. Yeah.
4: It could. Avengers
2: <laughs> Endgame 2. <laughs> Come on, Asteroid Alice is, City. this is like, um, can I redo my picks a little bit? Come I just want on, it out Asteroid there. City.
4: I said this in a, a little bit before, but um, for the listeners now, this is slightly rigged, and I feel like I'm here just so that Andrew doesn't lose again.
5: Because <laughs> as hey. an Australian,
4: the domestic understanding of this is just so far out of my purview Mm -hmm. and so I have to think on a completely different I can't think as myself I have to think as an American that's completely different it's it's
3: easy just be stupider
6: (laughs) 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 we're a simple folk I'm
3: glad I
4: could
6: be everybody's punching bag for the day
2: Um, so yes, historically, Andrew has not done well in this game, but that's okay. <laughs> but um, this
6: year is so different because I have a new strategy that is right. going
2: to guarantee me a win. All right. Okay. Uh. So we will go through our top 10 and then we each have three wild cards we get to pick in case yeah. uh, something comes that we weren't expecting into the top 10. Those are worth one point. Uh, the points are 10 points for an exact correct answer, seven points if you're one off, six points if you're two off, five points if you're three off, so on and so forth. Uh, and you're
3: referring to the ranking. So if I predict correct. the third highest grocer in the third spot, I get a perfect 10. Correct. Yeah. Otherwise, the, the further away you are. So you can yeah. get all 10 picks correct, but all 10 in an incorrect order. And that would still probably do pretty well.
2: You know, we had an interesting conversation when we were setting this up um, because we could have allowed people to pick the same movie in multiple spots. And then we chatted about, hmm, what's the strategy there? And the top 10 strategy were like, That's actually okay if you want to risk that and say you know put the same movie in a couple different slots because you think you'll you know you're more determined that might work but when you get to the wild cards it doesn't work because then you just put the movie you think you're going to make the most in all three wild cards and you get three automatic points and then it just messes things up so uh, so yeah it has to be different movies in each slot. Uh, The way it's set up now, but we'll go in order starting at the top. We don't usually do this. Usually we count our way down to number Mm -hmm. one, but we're going to start with number one because honestly, with something like this, I think the more interesting conversations happen the further you get away from number one. I'm less
3: confident the further we go for sure.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Spots eight through 14 are like, I don't know. It could be. (laughs) But the top three, I'm more confident in where they're going to place and how much they're going to make.
2: Oh, did you you did, so you have like actual number predictions? I,
3: I when I went through and, and and did my research this week, um, and, and put together my little you know cheat sheet spreadsheet for tonight's show, I did come up with some estimates, which I, I will be sharing as we go
2: here. Nice. I See like how that. far
3: off. If you want to listen to this episode in September, you can. You can laugh at how bad I did, I suppose.
2: So do we just hand John the win now or do we wait till September? Uh... No, I,
3: I, I tr- Truthfully, I've never actually predicted. Uh, I've never done this, uh, you know, so uh, deliberately before. So we'll see. I, I could be way, way off.
2: Technically, I didn't even make my list. <laughs> that's true. Technically, I just sent Andrew's list to him. No, uh, what I mean by that
6: is I'm not the one who came up with my list. You borrowed it from like a Variety Fair article Did or something?
4: Did you use no. ChatGPT? I used
6: ChatGPT. <laughs> I created an algorithm that has tested, you know, uh, variables such as, you Isn't know, like domestic. cheating?
4: I got to feel it's, like that's cheating. Is it
6: cheating? Because A, if it is right, and I win the whole thing, then you can make the argument, yeah, Andrew, you didn't win, but in my heart, I'm going to say that I win. And if I I lose, if it is totally garbage, and I go, that's all right, I didn't make the list. I can't (laughs) lose. I can't lose. I
3: think that's that's fair play. If you you want to throw away your only uh, submission into the hands of AI, I I think you're allowed to do that.
6: And by the way, I don't want you guys to think that this took me like 15 minutes or less. It took me days to create this algorithm to where it would, you know, (laughs) process, you know, like, now make sure that you cut off your domestic earnings by this date. The money doesn't continue. Like So it took a while to teach it. So I had to teach Mm -hmm. it all these different parameters for our game.
2: Well, I have yeah. bad news for you. Uh, <laughs> if if your entries lose, you do still lose, Andrew. But no. <laughs> if your entries win, you do still win. And I have no problem with using ChatGPT. I asked ChatGPT <laughs> who I was, and it said I wrote some book that doesn't even exist. So <laughs> uh, I I don't put a lot of faith uh, in ChatGPT. Also,
6: a, a third good news is if this does absolutely garbage that should comfort you all in knowing that Skynet is still that far away. <laughs> but yeah, then if I'm
4: you not... do amazing, then it won't comfort us, Andrew. Yeah, and going to just... freak us out. If,
2: if yeah. your list is is correct, uh, it's, it's going to be concerning.
6: Well, then the entire process of being a film critic is at jeopardy at that point because objectivity is predictable Uh,
3: you you, uh you joke about that but i actually had it write a review for me a month ago on letterboxd and i just told it here's when the movie movie? i just told it write me a review of the movie 48 hours with eddie murphy and here's what i thought i just gave it like three adjectives and it Mm -hmm. wrote 500 words and i was like yeah, I could endorse this. It's close enough to what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's, taking, it's taking some like really broad generalizations. Like, it had action and a good
6: mix of humor. I'm like, that's really lazy. But yeah, it's not true. The fact that... Alice knew exactly, like, like as soon as I said I have a surefire one, she's like, "Did you use GPT? I'm like, "Well, it's wow, a big you topic." You figured me out. <laughs> if you it's, figured it's me big... out that quick,
4: <laughs> yeah, it's a big topic in my house because my so my partner he's a software developer. And mm. he uses ChatGPT at work to do coding, and he's gotten his work to pay for premium. So I've been hearing about this bloody AI for months now, way longer before it started being, you know, as famous as it was. And then all of a sudden, everyone started talking about it. And I was like, oh gosh, it's happening. So, yeah,
6: I know we need to jump into this, but I love what Jay Bourgeois said in the comments, and that this right here is going to be the downfall of civilization. My <laughs> Creating this app to predict domestic earnings from movies well, what's is gonna the happen catalyst is some, for Skynet.
3: Some Hollywood bot is going to hear about this and be like, wait a minute. We have a surefire
6: way to predict what – print exactly. as many Super
3: Mario movies as we can. Oh, like, should be death of
6: art.
5: Yeah.
2: I'll
6: take a royalty on that. Uh, all right sorry aaron
2: no no <laughs> that, it's, it. it's all good i'm i'm just if if we are the cause of the downfall of civilization at least we'll have a wikipedia page at that point um
4: so <laughs> yeah but no one will read it everyone will be dead <laughs> yeah but
2: you know it'll be ChatGPT
6: gpt will read it to you <laughs> somebody who knows how to
2: do wikipedia just go do like a ChatGPT wikipedia ask it to write the wikipedia page and just you know cut <laughs> and paste it on there,
5: there
2: uh go. All right, let's get into this. Uh, we will go from number one to number 10. Uh, Alice, you are going to kick us off. What do you oh, think will okay. make the most money in the summer of 2023?
4: Look, I I didn't do a lot of... I didn't use AI and I didn't do a bunch of research. <laughs> I just went with my gut and the heart of the cards here. So I, I wrote my list and I was like, this will do. Um, because I was like, I just... I have to believe in myself and that's what matters. So <laughs> all all of that my I I'm sticking to this cuz it, it they the others performed really well domestically. I'm going Guardians 3. I really I really do think it has I know that there's others which maybe Americans might respond to more, but I really do think there is a lot of chance here because it's the last of a trilogy. They are telegraphing so much that Rocket's gonna die. Or it's what? a double bluff. I mean
6: <laughs> Oh wait, <laughs> like, what? No, Aaron, they're telegraphing the crap that's at it's least Warner Children's
4: but it's he doesn't not even the, the, trailers. Trailers. Not no, the trailers. It's not the trailers. it's not even in
6: the trailers. Yeah. I mean, it's the marketing and everything. It's, it's the
4: posters. Like yeah, <laughs> rockets not like, in
6: anything. <laughs> yeah.
4: No, he's he's too much in everything. Like, did you see the one where it was his eye? Like. It was oh, literally crying. just a, a picture of like Rocket's face here, and then his eye tearing up, and then in the reflection is like the Guardians, like his family or no, whatever. No, that sounds and I was cool. like,
3: I, I I feel sorry. I think you may have just spoiled the movie for Aaron, though. I'm. Well, I mean, so I don't know. I haven't now. seen it.
4: I haven't seen it. But anyway, the point is, it's like it's telegraphing big emotions. <clears throat> it's the last yeah. Guardians movie, and it's also James Gunn's big. Hoorah before he becomes the Kevin Feige right. of DC. Um, and it's introducing Adam Warlock. Like, there's just... Dude, what is there is about oh. Adam Warlock? What is okay, going Aaron,
6: on? Aaron, you have no, no idea who Adam <laughs> I, Warlock is. Now you're just making Alice feel bad for no reason.
4: That was announced I, in the news.
6: <laughs> you know what? Aaron, I will give you $100 if in the next three seconds you can tell me who Adam Warlock is. Clearly. One,
2: to it's uh, Wanda Maximoff's dad.
6: Yes, actually, do you know who Wanda Maximoff's dad is? Uh, Quicksilver Magneto. Quicksilver's,
3: Quicksilver's her brother. brother?
2: Brother, that's yeah, that's Oh, what that come on, is. Aaron. Yeah. Magneto's anyway. her
6: dad. Yeah,
4: <laughs> anyway, so uh, yes, that's why.
3: Uh, Gar- Guardians 3 is a, is a fine pick uh, for number one. I'm just going to keep moving the ball along here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's the wrong guess because the Little Mermaid <laughs> is going to make more money wow. than anything else this year.
6: That's an insanely confident pick that you just threw out there. I I not only
3: think it's going to be the number one movie this summer. I think it's going to be the number one movie this summer by 50 million or more. No. Uh, Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast. These all made like a billion dollars, like 60 or 70% of which was domestic. These movies put up huge numbers. Little Mermaid has a four quadrant appeal. Millennials like myself are going to take our kids. That's a $50 ticket right there between the two kids and my wife. Like, this movie is going to make so much money. All of the woke nonsense controversy around the casting notwithstanding. Uh, I feel really confident, actually, this will be number one. And if I'm completely wrong, I would I would actually love that, too. Uh, I, I love being proven wrong, especially when it's comic- <laughs> I love
6: when <laughs> movies don't make money. <laughs> yeah,
3: I, I, I don't know that I'm personally, like, super excited for this, but I have a five-year-old daughter, and I'm definitely going to take her to this, and she's probably going to love it.
6: Um yeah I mean I understand why ChatGPT didn't put it that high on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because and just guessing here do you think that woke like backlash no. is going to have any effect no, at all on no, the box no, no. Not at all.
3: I mean we, we had the same yeah, I know it's stupid. before um uh Captain Marvel came out and that made like a billion and a half dollars or
5: whatever.
3: And, um this is the only movie of my uh 13 picks that I have Grossing over four hundred million domestic, which is to the tune of Mario for comparison. Like that, that would be a big hit if it if it passed four hundred million domestic. Mm. And I think it's the only one that can do it, truthfully.
2: Uh, Andrew, what do you what do you quote unquote you have at uh, number one, and why did uh, quote unquote you pick it?
6: (laughs) Obviously, the number one movie this year is going to be Fast Ten.
2: What? Oh,
4: <laughs> oh domestically. Oh, domestic. God, it's, now,
2: worldwide, so it wrong. might compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting. Wrong. All right, okay. <laughs> There's no <It's> way. So
4: <laughs> wrong. Oh my god, what algorithm did you do?
6: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it, it used the, the the. I think a lot of the uh <clears throat> uh the ChatGPT algorithm is based not only on like a past film uh like uh, how past films performed, but it also looks at cast. And this one has like, you know, Vin Diesel, Jason Momoa, John the Cena. the biggest cast
3: of anybody, sure.
6: Yeah, and I think that that's really what it's taking into account. Also, mm. it's Fast 10. And... Those movies. As much as I hate them, I'm sorry. I hate telling that, to John. I know you love them to death, and Aaron, I you like them too. I do. It. I'll be back I next hate, month to review. I those, hate review these it. movies, so I want you to know how much it pained me that I went ahead and I left it there. On well, on, if it
3: if it makes you feel better, it'll definitely, certainly bet anything you want that it'll not be the number one domestic grosser. Like I would put mm-hmm. the house on that.
6: It yeah, just, um, it's I mean, just, we were meant, we were meant I, to stop. John, number you put one. you put the Little Mermaid <laughs> at number one, so we'll, we'll see. Uh actually no, talking sure. about that. We, we, was, we were meant to fast.
4: start with with our number 1 pick, not our number 2. Oh. Pick. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Equalizer
6: 3. <laughs> listen.
2: Listen, I will just say, uh, if we had done this last year and somebody had put Top Gun Maverick at number 1, it we would have had the same reaction. Like I it,
3: I might have put it at number 1 or 2 if yeah, we had this chat. It's, I it, I really thought that would do well. I didn't think it would do that well. It's, it's but, I'm just saying
2: anything can happen. Now I yeah. think it lost its chance uh to compete uh on this list when it refused to name itself Fast Ten Your Seatbelts. Uh yes. that's, <laughs> that's <Great>. that, <laughs> is,
7: that that's is gonna when be it a tagline though, right? That's,
2: that's when it lost. Uh my number one is one of your three number ones. It is Guardians, Guardians. of the Galaxy uh three. I think uh it is poised to kick off the summer big, uh, Mario's had its time, and there's nothing coming for a little bit. It has the whole summer to make money. Um, I think, yeah, I think Guardians uh, Three is is poised to be the number one uh, for the summer. Solid um, pick yeah hmm. I think I think that's I think that's where we're at
6: uh, uh, Alice, I got a question for you real quick for you mm-hmm. you your number two do you know and if you don't know obviously it's it's not a big deal but do you know like how close the Australian market is like when it is compared to like the American market for domestic <laughs> earnings like do you the think Australians- the Australians care or like the same movies and stuff like that or uh
4: the Australians market is v- not I will say this, um, things that might have more of a military indication towards it certainly don't perform nearly as well in Australia as it does in America. Like, American Um, Sniper
3: did not do well there.
4: Yeah, I would just say, actually, (laughs) I'd say our market's probably more on par with Asian markets. We are technically part of Asia, so, like, um, in in a way. So, like, Australasia is a thing that's always considered. And so a lot of films that, you know typically do well across kind of your, your Chinese and and Japanese markets will also do well here. Like there's a really big, um, so for example, in our theater constantly in our theaters, we constantly have, um, Bollywood films playing like our major theaters, like our biggest theaters will have the same amount of Bollywood films playing as like non Bolly as Hollywood films. Um, and then we also have quite a few, we also have quite a few anime films in theaters all the time. So I would say it's quite different actually.
6: Well, here we had the, when the new Demon Hunter movie came out. Here, mm-hmm. it was sold out in our th- in our theater for like two months. You couldn't mm-hmm. get a ticket. So. Yeah, that
4: was like the the Demon Slayer one. Here was huge. It was in cinemas yeah. for ages.
6: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think it's said Demon Hunter. I meant Demon Slayer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you're number two, Alice. Yes.
4: Well, this is where I slightly agree with John, which is the Little Mermaid. I do think it's going to do wow. really well. I really do think it's going to do well because I agree, all the other ones performed insanely well. This is the first big theatrical remake release in a while for Disney, and it's one of the most, if like, it's often considered to be like the original, a favorite, like, or the favorite of many, many people when you ask
3: them. By many respects, this is, uh, you know, the the kickoff of the Disney renaissance. The original Little Mermaid was the kickoff of the renaissance. Exactly.
4: Um, Plus the songs are, are, like, you know, iconic. And also the fact that, like... I think that uh, Melissa McCarthy's Ursula is inspired. I can't wait. I think they've been keeping her very limited in, um, not that you'd know, Aaron, but in the trailer releases and stuff, she hasn't been as prominent of a presence, and I think that's on purpose. I also think you cannot deny the power of the hate watch, and speaking of, like, you know, the the hate behind it or, or the wokeness or whatever, I think that a lot of people will go see it just so that they can then hate on it, and so that will also, all that does is give them more money, so I would... Be surprised! I think, and I I hate the fact
6: that they're teasing that Sebastian's gonna die in this one, kind of like how they (laughs) tease Rocket's gonna die. Yeah.
4: (laughs) What?
3: I think, I think it's important too just uh, the family angle especially I want to just harp mm. on that because there's a reason yeah. Super Mario is just cranking out money right now oh my it's gosh. because entire families are going to see it it's good for 3 year olds up to ninety. but 90-year-olds. you know what
4: it's actually very similar I would say to Little Mermaid because it's working on the family angle and the nostalgia right. angle right. because no, exactly. you've got you've got the family yeah because it's like oh easy kids movie done but then if you're into Mario or like it, you, you know you grew up playing it or whatever you're going to go watch it and I know so many people who like I can I'm not even joking I was talking to someone and they were telling me how their sibling thinks that and this is a grown man and his wife thinks that this is the greatest film ever made Mario was oh, it's like, okay wrong. <laughs> in all seriousness and I was like did they see the same movie? It's, like it's, people are allowed to be wrong, well, and
3: I think we need so to know. that. So I think that. Little
4: Mermaid's the same because I grew up <laughs> yeah. watching it. Like a lot of you know, like you were saying, a lot of millennials grew up watching it, and then uh, like their parents would have taken them to it, and so there's they would have seen it a hundred million times. I mean, the, the as movie came out
3: 34 years ago. I'm yeah. exactly 34 years older than my youngest daughter, so like the, yeah. the timelines um, yeah. really line up. The, the original yeah. came out when I was three. I'm going to take her when when she's three. Like it, Disney knows what yeah.
2: they're doing. Yeah. Uh, John, you're number two.
3: Uh this is where I have Guardians Volume Three. I have it uh clocking in around three hundred and forty million domestic by the end of Labor Day weekend. I think mm-hmm. this will do very, very well. Um but yeah, fall short of the of the pole position there.
2: Andrew, you're number two.
6: Spider-Man across the spider-verse. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> what?
6: Another bold pick, okay. that's all. <laughs>
5: It's not a bad uh, G-B-T
6: is going out on a limb. Yeah. Do you guys really think Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is a bold pick? Not Ted Lasso, but you know what? I love that <laughs> at, show. At, at number two, I do, yeah. yeah. Wow. No. Yep. I, I
2: honestly would have expected you guys to have this.
4: Again, one. I ask, are you reading this in, in the right order? Like yeah. legitimately, I'm looking at my list. I, and I'm, just I,
2: like... I'm starting to feel like. I want Andrew's list to to be perfect. I like. I want like I I want him to just be able to make us all eat crow uh, in yeah. September. Again, uh, I think that would be the down. most
3: amusing outcome, as if this yes. list was the correct list. Yes. But if yeah. I were to put money on it, I would not put it on
5: it. You guys
6: chat. better pray that I don't <laughs> win because I tell you, you are going to be so boastful. The, the wrath of smug. <laughs> An entitled worshipness that I expect at the end of September if I get a good, good We already list.
2: decided if you win, the world ends. We already decided yeah, if, what happens
6: yeah. if that's you win. Pretty so, smug, yeah, and, to say. and who do you think that they're going to choose to be the sole surviving human? The one that <laughs> created them.
2: That's right. That's right. Eric,
0: what do you have uh, at number
2: two? My number two, uh, I'm just copying off of uh, Alice at this point. I have The Little Mermaid at number two as well. Oh. Um, I, I agree with uh, both of you that it is going to do some major, major business. Well, the way,
3: the way both of you were, were sort of, uh, what's the word, uh, giving me crap about putting it first, I thought you had it much lower on your list. But clearly, we, we only differ slightly.
2: <laughs> um so the the only thing that could hold it back is sometimes things are just done and like if people are just done with the disney live action remakes and you know some of them are coming out on disney plus now peter pan and wendy just came that, out this that is the big question and, mark
3: because it's been a couple mm-hmm. years since we had a big
6: proper live
3: yeah action
2: so there is that element of like People could just be done with them. Uh, like hey,
6: Dwayne just came out and said they're doing a live-action Moana, and mm-hmm. that, yep. did not get a, that did not get a positive response. No, that, that kind of hit the ground with a resounding thud. Well, that I, made yeah. no
4: sense to me. Why? If you're going to do that, don't skip to Moana. Do Princess and the Frog. That didn't perform at the box office like when it first came out. Oh, a live-action Princess
6: and the Frog would be great.
4: Right? They'll, they'll
2: anyway. do it. Uh, guys, they'll get to it. I but promise. But not
4: Moana first. It's too soon. <laughs> it's like being able to gotta- do a new Frozen. Reason. I'm like. Well, they have I uh, just they have a got new got Splash overdosing. Mountain ride they have to promote, so don't that's, true.
2: It. that's true. That's true. That's true. Dallas, you uh, have its third. Well, I I do want to oh, say yeah, one oh, one yeah. other thing with um, that whole idea. If mm. if there is a uh, a backlash, it could be similar to how we've seen with what happened with Lightyear, right? Yes. Because mm. there's never been a Pixar sequel that did not do gangbusters at the box office and yeah. if we
3: were having this conversation a year ago i i would have put light year in like the top three or four and it you, i don't even think it made the top 20 it it, tanked. it cratered so, so there that was a big is surprise a world
2: there is a world where people are just done with it and a little more it is it is the world of chat gpt apparently yeah. um, <laughs> all right alice now we can uh, go to your number three what do you got
4: very similar thought process to the reason why I put Little Mermaid number two. I think that you cannot deny the power again of Disney and Pixar, which is why Elemental is my number Ooh, three.
2: Ooh, I love it! I That's love that. Because
4: amazing. I keep, I, I obviously you haven't seen them, uh, Aaron, but the teasers they've been releasing look amazing, you and just I got th- selected I'd- for
2: to close out. Can.
4: Yeah, and, and I just, I don't know, favor. this is what I meant by I went off vibes here because I just get, like, Inside Out vibes in terms of the way it's going to make me feel, the way the story's going to kind of go across, and the fact that Inside Out made so much money. So I'm like, I can see this when everyone's gone and seen Little Mermaid and they're like, same sort of th- thing. It's like, okay, we want to go see a, a fun movie that isn't going to be, like, too intense in the action and we can take all our kids to... And, and that, and then people are going to go see it for the craftsmanship. Plus, it's Pixar. I can see Elemental doing gangbusters.
2: Mm, fun pick. John, what do you got at number three?
3: Uh, this is where I have Indiana Jones and the Dial of Ooh, Destiny with an okay. estimated oh. cum of 320 million. Um, this is a big question mark for me because I, mm. I feel like, to your point, Aaron, about are we done, I feel like mm. Indiana Jones is either going to capture that lightning in a bottle like 30-year legacy sequel magic that Maverick did, or it's going to be like, I don't want to see an 80-year-old man throw his whip anymore
6: like it, it, <laughs> you it, don't want to see Taken be, 3
3: <laughs> yeah this could be a huge you mean an
4: 80 year old uh, man playing a 30 30 year old version of himself for yeah, 24 right. minutes this,
3: I, think that, I think there's there's not a single universe where this doesn't do like well but I it, it could either you know do 300 million or could do like 190, 200 which would be yeah. I think compared to its budget and the hype would be a disappointment I agree with
4: your thought process purely because I, I was like, hmm, when I was doing the research, I was like, wait, how much money did Jurassic World Dominion make? Because I feel like a that's lot. a similar. so much money! Which and even is Crystal Skull, which
3: everyone yeah. in hindsight thinks is obvious, I think we're all in agreement, <laughs> the worst Indiana Jones movie that still made uh, like 800 million worldwide, three or 400 million domestic. And if this movie's good, uh, I think that can help it. I think word of mouth mm. is going to really make or break Dial of Destiny if the f- opening weekend reviews are great. I could see this doing really well, especially with like uh, the dad crowd, right? This is a movie my dad mm-hmm. would see. A movie I'll go and see with my dad. Uh, yeah, it's it potentially has a, a huge upside, but equally massive downside if people just don't care about
0: a generic.
2: Mm. Loving, crisis. loving these picks, loving these picks, Andrew. What does uh, uh, Skynet have for number
6: three? You guys <laughs> yes, get ready to. <laughs> yes. Here we go. <laughs> <Everything>. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're gonna go
6: with Transformers
2: Rise of the Beasts. <laughs>
4: oh my god. <laughs> <Jeez>. Andrew, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a joke at this point. No. Sure how do you, you guys sure not you think this in one
6: in makes sense? Honestly, how do you guys domestically, not
4: think it? Domestically
6: domestic? <laughs> think about it. This movie comes out in June. It has so long to make money. You guys are you were talking sure you about movie? domestic well, you these all it? seem
3: like <laughs> international picks to me. Yeah. These seem like no, movies these these do are, well in China.
6: Yeah. No, this is gonna do a lot of Money domestically because and I actually agree with Chad GPT here because like you guys were Howling we about for all the other movies you need movies that get multiple people in seats. You need a family movie This know. is a family movie. You are gonna is have it? parents taking their kids just Transformers is a kids movie. They've always know, been man. kids movies The last
3: three transformers in a row have all made less money than the one prior I don't think this breaks hundred and twenty million and yeah. top three, you're gonna need 300 million. Andrew, the only reason I, I knew
4: this movie existed was because the trailer played in front of like Mario or something when I went to go see it. Like I literally didn't even know it existed. Uh, so. and, and
2: Andrew, I'm so thankful to have you on this show. This is <laughs> this is so much fun. I well, mean yeah, the conversation is way more interesting. It does. <laughs> it's really, really, and again. There are a lot of there are a lot of ways to serve up crow on your list already. So, and I'm showing um, you the more you guys
6: throw flack my way, the more it's just gonna go right well, back I, at you. I, I hope you know we're not throwing
3: it at you. I just the audacity of nope, AI nope. to make these picks.
6: Nope, this is one hundred
2: percent personal.
4: Okay. Uh, Do your shoulders hurt, Andrew? Because you're taking a lot of big swings. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, Andrew,
2: I am going to give you the the first support you've had of the entire uh, evening. Spider Man. My, my number three is across yeah. the Spider Verse. Uh, mm-hmm. I there. I think there is a world. A world I think is likely. A verse where this sequel. Blows everything out of the water. Mm -hmm. There's a world where this movie makes $600 million. Like, it's just, it's, it is that kind of, uh, thing that happened like shrek 2 is like that right like you know right. shrek was good and then the sequel comes out shortly thereafter and people are like remember that amazing movie let's go see the sequel that thing just happens. so well this
3: has this has all of the goodwill of the first spider verse and all mm. of the even better goodwill of no way home so we know right multiverse movies work we know spider-man movies work
4: plus this, i would also say there is up. there is something to be said by it, that since the first spider verse like that animation style's been used a few times now, so people have gotten used to it. Like, it's not going to put people off because it's going to be too mm-hmm. different or, or difficult for them to watch because so many movies have adopted it. Um, so I think that there is a lot more comfort in it as well. Yeah. You guys I suck love
6: your- so hard. You guys suck so <laughs> hard. I had it at number two, and you guys were throwing it around like it was the worst decision ever.
2: Aaron has re- it at number three, re- and you're all tape. like, you I know what? I not give you crap about no. that.
6: No. Okay. I thought, I thought fine. I know it, you I
2: thought you had it, but high, these
6: but I don't two down are. here, these oh. two, no,
3: Andrew, I'm not cahoots. supporting
4: Aaron. I think that he's still wrong. I'm just, i just like, I'm just saying it could do well.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, I was gonna say you, you're both a little bit more bullish on it than I am, but I, I don't think it's a, a a totally like out of left field pick. And um, Andrew of yours three so far, that's the one you'll get closest on.
6: <laughs> if it wasn't for the fact that, if it wasn't for the fact that i don't want phil's movie to tank i would be so so happy whenever the little mermaid just flops at the box office (laughs) flops
2: like a fish out of water yeah Uh, as long uh, as as long as phil's not getting royalties on it then yeah just yeah i can see Uh, the headlines now little mermaid only makes 10 million dollars opening weekend fish tanks uh Uh, (laughs)
4: alice
2: Uh, what is Coyne? your number four?
4: Okay, this one's my big. This is my big swing, but there is so much hype around this movie. I think Barbie is going to make a Ooh, lot of money. Barbie I think it's going to make it, the its marketing has been genius, and I mean that. Yeah. Plus, that is a it's it's got so much potential cut through. Because I think it's obviously got the obvious, like, you know, um, aesthetic element to it and the Barbie element, but I do think that a lot of people who are gonna want something a bit more intellectual and interesting, because you got your Gerwig effect, like, I just think that there is so much happening behind the surface. I think this is gonna be one of those word of mouth ones where it's just like, People go see it opening weekend, and then they tell everyone they know to go see it so that they can talk about it. And I really think this is going to perform insanely well. Well, mm. This has the potential to
6: do, like, Lego movie numbers.
4: Mm.
3: Right. The, the question, though, is will it do well opening weekend because it's opening the same day as Oppenheimer, and neither studio is budging from that, which I thought well, they might. It's not like they're
6: competing movies, you know.
4: No, it, it, this, uh, is,
3: this is excellent counter-programming, but it yeah. is – it is good. They might split the ticket, so to speak. There and are I don't
4: know plenty
2: that, of people that want to see both of those movies. I I, I am one of them. I would not. Say, I'm another one of them. I yeah. I would not say that they aren't. I mean they they are counter programming in some ways, but mm. it, they will have an impact on each other. I Honestly, wouldn't yeah. be
4: surprised if it's like a you go see one movie on Friday and you go see the other movie on Saturday because yeah, most, I also most think... people
2: don't do that though. Most <laughs> most people don't have that kind That's of. True you know i think time. it's the
3: kind of thing where you'll pick the one you want to see opening weekend and then if you hear good things about yeah. the other then you'll go the next yes, weekend that and makes season. more exactly.
4: sense to me yeah but i i think whatever
3: i think whatever happens the the second weekend drop for both is going to be really favorable i think we're only going to mm. see 30 40 percent drops because their opening is going to be really stymied from each other uh, that that is a that is a bit of a swing though i don't have that nearly that high on my list
2: john what do you uh, have at number 4?
3: Uh, this is where I have Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Mm. Um, this it, I have it estimated at $300 million domestic, which would make it the highest grossing in the seven-picture franchise. But so far, each movie, the last, I think, three or four in a row, have made more money than the one prior. And Fallout was so, so good. Got rave reviews, critical response, and I think riding off of the momentum of Top Gun Maverick, I think Tom Cruise is going to put butts in seats. And that central stunt the bike over the cliff that they're putting in all of the marketing that even Aaron and I can't avoid with our no trailer pledge. <laughs> I think that's the kind of thing that's going to get people curious, especially older crowds. If you can get moms and dads to see a movie, you make a lot of money. That's what James Cameron's always figured out, uh, and I think that's what Tom Cruise did last year as well. When you can get people like my 68-year-old father to go see a movie for the first time in three years, you'll make a mm-hmm. ton, of film, ton of money. Now, I think my dad would go see this like very enthusiastically.
2: All right. I Andrew. wonder
4: if the part one thing's gonna put put people off. You that know what I mean? That's a good question.
2: That's mm. yeah, that's why they didn't do it with Dune. They tricked us. Uh, <laughs> that was tricky, guys. Uh so tricksy those hobbitses. Uh so Andrew. Uh, oh, I can't wait for this. Give us give us something to cheer about. <laughs> give us give us a pick to cheer about, Andrew. What 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 do you Come got on. at number four?
4: I believe in you.
2: The flash. Alright, that's okay. Oh, that's all right. I'm okay with that. That's fine. It's
4: that's better. Good. Yeah. Because we're
2: already What's amazing already is you still haven't chosen any of our number ones in <laughs> your two year number five yet. yet. I'll uh, tell okay.
6: you, your number ones, they're not even in my ten. <laughs> that is concerning.
5: No. <laughs> <What?
2: laughs> I'm I'm who so excited you, for this list. Who
6: would you trust? Two oh. random people on the internet, or the collective knowledge of humanity. I
4: think, I uh, think the collective is, knowledge given... of humanity who thought that Aaron wrote a book that he didn't. I'm, yes, I'm just... exactly.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
4: uh,
6: okay. But yeah, you know, the Flash. I mean, I'm excited. I am so excited for this. Yes, I'm excited because I want to see Michael Keaton back as Batman. That's going to be great. All the all the stuff looks fascinating. It and early like uh, early screenings of it, people are saying this is like one of, if not the best, like Snyderverse movies they've ever made, including the Snyder cut. Really? So uh, I'm,
3: the the early reviews on this have me sufficiently hyped. It got it a, yeah. a, a a first screening at CinemaCon this last week. And not, not, not everybody, but like 90% of the early reviews are saying best DC movie yet. The best yeah. thing to feature Batman since The Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, Keaton is fantastic. It, really, really incredible things from reputable sources. Uh, so I think if the word of mouth is as strong as I hope it is, yeah, yeah this, this could really, I think, open up, especially with like the white 30 crowd. Uh, like people All like right. us are going to go out in droves to see this for
5: sure. <laughs>
6: Yeah. Flashpoint is just such a fascinating story. And it's story a great too.
3: that's a great source story too. Flashpoint such, such a good any story, adaptation yeah. is worth checking out.
2: Yeah. Uh all right. Uh, Aaron? My, number, my number four is the same as uh John's. I have Mission Impossible, uh Dead Reckoning Part One here. Um I feel like this might be a little high, but there's just I I don't think it's the Maverick thing. I like I I don't know that there's a comp there that really works because yes Tom Cruise is in both but the Mission Impossible thing isn't that same level of been a long time nostalgia going back to you know something. You I know, think it'll play 80s. a factor though. I
3: think I think this will see a a Top Gun bump so to speak. Mm. It's not yeah. going to push it to 700 million domestic but I think 290-300 is in the cards. I don't so, think
6: that the top gun is going to be the bump. I think that people just remembering how balls-to-the-wall amazing Fallout was, and they're like, if it can, you know, yeah, capture like, like even said, the a symbols worth of what that movie was, then yes, the last
3: The last three movies have all outgrossed their predecessors. Yeah. So this could continue yeah. that staircase and make even more.
2: Yeah, and the last one, too. I think, came
3: in at like 230, 240. I think this could go, yeah, like north of 280.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. So that's my number four. Uh, Alice, what do you got at number five?
4: Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part mm-hmm. one. So similar, a similarly th- uh, thought process. I do, the reason why I didn't have it high is because I always think part one movie's I do think the part That's one a fair has point. an effect. I didn't, I
3: didn't even consider that, but that could turn a lot of people off.
4: Because I can see people being like, eh, I'll just wait for part two. And, and, and perhaps more importantly, it's also
3: part seven and that could also turn people, oh, I don't want to go back and watch the but other But I
4: think for the part one, it like for a lot of people, I know that this is a thought I had where it's like, oh, it's going to end on a cliffhanger. You know what I mean? And so in, Or a literal I can cliff. <laughs> literally could be an actual cliffhanger. Like we could we see a cliffhanger for once, yeah. which would be amazing and frustrating all at once. I do think that though, the, and I say this, like, you know, thinking about it from the general movie public, I can see people being like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise, Top Gun, like, not even considering out about it from the Top Gun perspective. It's more like, oh, yeah, it's the same movie. <laughs> like, it's just another of the same movie. I, I think that I think movie. People I'll enjoy this movie.
3: So a lot of people just like actors and remember who entertained them. And they're like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise is always dependable. I'll go watch yeah.
4: him. Plus, you know, when you got action movies, always do well. And I feel like, especially with James Bond, uh, last wait no, last year, year before last, last year. two years ago, two years ago, yeah. yeah. So that obviously, you know, did well. And I think that's got the same sort of effect here as with the long-standing and the action and the oh my gosh, yeah, this J- James is Bond's be a, big a very one. good
3: comparable.
4: So I can see it doing sure. well, just not slightly less well than what you two thought. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, uh,
2: John, you're number five.
3: Uh, this is where I have The Flash, and uh, mm. I, I estimate 275 for this one. And I think we've kind of already talked about everything
4: mm.
5: else.
6: Mm. Uh, is, uh, is reputable. Uh, for number five, this is where I have Indiana Jones and The Dial of Destiny. Mm,
4: sure. nice. no, that makes sense. I think, I think, I think <laughs> if Yay! it comes fifth, that will be...
3: Fifth, I think, would be a very respectable uh, finish for that film. No. and I think uh chat GPT's best guess yet
6: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys at all excited for it
3: I I am actually I saw a, a couple gl- I didn't watch the whole trailer but I saw a glimpse and I was like oh that's I'm in tr- Indian I have the poster on my wall right like this is my, mm-hmm. Raiders is my second favorite movie of all time I am obsessed with those films I love mm-hmm. this character I I don't I'm very hesitant though about an 80-year-old man punching Nazis again. But James Mangold has a really solid track record. See, I'm excited the, for the
4: James Mangold it's and the, and the Mangold Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Those yeah, two are other things that make me excited.
2: I think this might be a great movie and I also have it at number 5. Um great. I I think it will depend on word of mouth if it, if for it to get mm-hmm. up that high. Um, But it really does... And it's also that thing where, you know, you talk about the Disney live-action things haven't missed yet. Indiana Jones movies haven't missed yet either. (laughs) That's a lie and a
6: half. (laughs) No, not...
2: In terms of box
3: office, in terms of box box office, fiscally, uh,
4: yeah, yeah, Crystal Skull made a ton of money. Um, like so, so much,
3: it like unfairly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, I mean, I remember going to see it as a kid, and I'd never yeah. seen any other Indiana Jones movie. I literally was like, "This is a movie at the movies," and yeah, my parents yeah, right. took me. Yeah, so. I was,
3: I was there opening night. It was, and I, yeah. I enjoyed it for what it was. It's not a great movie, but so I think uh, I, the, other, I, the other, the other thing to consider too is uh, Harrison Ford adores this character. Unlike Han Solo, which he has sort of an open detestment of, uh, he likes playing this character. He wants to be the only one that plays it. And I think his enthusiasm will help uh, market the film. It'll help, I think, make it a, an enjoyable experience. Because he's not just doing this for the paycheck. He mm. genuinely likes portraying this character. And, and the that's deep why he came back. That's why he decided to come back at, you know, mm. age 80. I, I saw handed- he said
4: in an interview that he uh, was like, Chris Pratt will never play Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: He doesn't want, he. this is his thing. He doesn't want anybody else to do it, which is uh, why he'll keep coming back.
2: I have bad news for him. Uh, if this movie does really well, somebody else will play Indiana Jones. Yeah. It will happen. Yeah. He doesn't know um, well, the character. I think it's going to be the Phoebe Wall-Bridge character.
4: Like, I think that this movie is going to be a torch passing, honestly.
6: That's what Wally. they thought Crystal Skull was. They thought they were gonna yeah. it well. up to Shia.
4: They can't really do that anymore. So yeah, <laughs> they're like. What if, what what if
2: Shia one. pops up in this movie? Uh, I was wondering like, about that. I would legitimately be excited to see that because I like. I reckon character. it'll
4: be like an end. I reckon it'll be like an end. Okay, this is my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna predict. I'm okay. predicting it because it's my Theorizing. number six. It's my number six anyway. So we we're about to talk about okay. it. So oh, okay. Let's cool, continue cool. the conversation. But um, my theory is that like he'll do something. He'll hand over the torch, or like Phoebe Waller-Bridge will become the new archaeology professor or something and then he will finally go into retirement where we see him at the end with the, the, the mum and Shia kind of Buff um, like him yeah. walking to Mutt, a house right? and like yeah so Mutt. I reckon it, like that'll Mutt. be one of the, the that'll be the moment where it's like he's now going off with those characters and he's gonna go retire and enjoy himself and then she will take on literally like I maybe he'll that. she'll I can literally see her taking the Akubra and putting it on and then that's how it ends
2: all right, very nice, uh, John. I guess that means we're at your number six. Uh, this is where
3: I have Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. All right. uh, I'm excited to see this. I think a lot of other people are too. But the other movie, as good as it was, only made I want to say like uh, 190 million. So I don't mm-hmm. see this doing like hugely better. I think it'll do maybe 235, 240, which would uh, place place it sixth for the summer. What did
6: it? Uh, what did the
4: original one make? I'd have to check, but... No, it didn't make than, as much as I thought. It was it wasn't Yeah, accurate. less than yeah. 200. Yeah. Mm. Let me double check. <laughs> Andrew's like, oh, no.
6: No. Uh,
4: it made, <laughs> I I have, made, one, it made 190 you,
6: domestic. If you think that I, any of my confidence has wavered at all, you you are you are clearly misreading my emotions. With everything, I am I am more cemented in this that I am actually starting to convince myself I never even used ChatGPT. These are 100% (laughs) my picks. Well, what do you have at uh, number six, then?
3: Dead Reckoning. Okay, all right.
6: Uh, Yeah, honestly, I I keep forgetting, and maybe this is what's going to help the movie. I keep forgetting that there's a part one to this. I think people are just going to go, oh, a new Mission Impossible movie, and they're not going to go, oh, it's a part one. I think they're just going to see Tom Cruise jumping off a bike off of a mountain, and they're going to go buy a movie ticket.
3: <laughs> yeah, that sounds, I'm, I'm in. That sold me. Just one image alone sold. I have not seen yeah. anything from this movie except that one promotional still, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm in. The other yeah. thing to consider, too, uh, on that part one discussion, we'll finally be done because I think we've all picked it at this point, is part two comes out next year. We're not, we don't have to wait three or four years. It is, mm-hmm. It's just 11 and a half short months. So that, I think, is uh, uh, something nice to consider,
6: it's weird, because yeah. isn't this the one that they filmed during the pandemic, and like I think so there was that huge, like uh, that leaked audio of Tom yeah. Cruise like flipping out. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I, th- I just find it fascinating that they filmed not one but two movies whenever the rest of Hollywood was in quarantine. And I, I think don't think it's Tom just Cruise wild.
4: is capable of sitting still, so no yes,
3: no, that's
6: correct. Uh
2: all right <clears throat> my number 6 uh I thought I would be the one to have it the highest here I am not because Alice had it at number 3 I have Elemental here at number Yay. 6 uh I wouldn't be fulfilling my role as uh Pixar. the Pixar, fanboy. The Pixar mm-hmm. l- lover uh if I didn't put it uh high enough I I have faith that being the first um, original Pixar movie mm. in theaters, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we've had a couple of yeah. day and
3: dates. Or not S- even, just, just the date, I guess.
2: Since <laughs> 2019. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been four years since Pixar has had an original movie in theaters. I'm
4: telling you, it's going to be um, inside what was out
2: it? effect. I already forgot. Was yeah, that? I, I don't know, because Turning Red was on Disney Plus, which still yep. blows my and mind. And
4: Luca, and Luca. <clears throat>
2: Um. So, and onward uh, was it Finding Dory? <laughs> oh, I guess Onward would be the mm-hmm. last one because that, that did I mean that had its legs cut theaters, off like week but, yeah. two. That didn't but, yeah. really mm-hmm. get.
6: Oh, that's right because Disney was doing that thing where like they would release a movie in theaters for like. A yeah. month, and then it would go to Disney Plus. So, and, yeah. and
3: the other one, I think Soul might have had a a stunted theatrical release, but it was day uh, and date. But I that was on, just
4: because of the Academy Awards. Yeah,
6: the uh, yeah. So the, that wasn't
3: uh, that wasn't screened anywhere. That was just like New York, L.A. for a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay, yeah. Because so, they know Christmas. So I'm, th- th- I th- this was this was the biggest question mark for me, Aaron, because to get like a, a comparable uh picture to look at, you have to go back to, like, Coco. Because it's like, well, this isn't going to do the same number as Toy Story 4 or Incredibles 2. Those had baked-in franchises. Inside last, good money.
5: Out! Right, and, and, and Inside right, right, Out!
3: Right, and I and I think you have to go back to Inside Out and Coco. The last, like, two mm. big original Pixar movies that released, I think, in the in the summer, um, right? Was Inside Out a summer release? Yeah, it came out in June. Mm. Um, you have to go back that far to find an original Pixar movie in the summer that wasn't during covid and yeah, Inside Out did great. It almost made four hundred million domestic. Elemental could absolutely blow up.
2: Well, it's the, the same. It's Pete Doctor, right? Like it's mm-hmm. this, It's the same brain. Uh, the same, almost kind of same style. It almost feels like a spiritual sequel to Inside Out in some ways. Yep. Um, just from even the art, uh, the selection for the closing of Can really gave me a lot yep. of hope. Uh, the only Pixar movies to be selected for that are Up and Inside Out. In now, that is a big vote of confidence, for sure. Uh, so this
4: movie is making me think like it's Inside Out and Zootopia if you were to kind of like mesh them and then make them elements like and that both of those are amazing. Yeah, that's, so I, I,
3: like, I, I love the high con when Pixar does the high concept stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's when they're they're on their on their best. Oh,
4: and actually, you know what you can't deny because they've been advertising this: the short before it is going to be an up short. Oh. And it's going to be um, Carl going on his first date, you know, since, oh, since Ellie. So get some tissues. If it's any, That's all if I'm going
3: If it's anything like Doug days, count me in because Carl is a delight. <laughs> uh,
6: uh, this does come out the same day as Dead Reckoning.
3: So. Uh, Actu- actually, uh, Dead Reckoning. Um,
6: they both say the, the 16th, or the 14th and the 16th. So Dead Reckoning is July and they actually moved it up
3: to Wednesday. Hmm right or did i copy that date wrong i don't
2: yeah, know july i don't have the release dates in front of me so june
6: um, 16th is elemental and then dead reckoning
2: is, is july
4: 12th they
2: actually just moved it up to wednesday
4: no this comes out the same weekend as the flash
6: <laughs> <Yes>.
4: actually <laughs> yeah, so, elemental it's got... flash. so i guess uh, the
6: flash yeah. is the uh the lightning element for elementals yes. there you go, there
2: you go. on to our number sevens alice what do you got at number seven
4: <clears throat> oh my god every every my picks just keep being relevant it's the flash speaking of yeah. um so i think that what might actually push this to do well besides everything we've already mentioned is the fact that i think it cuz of the flashpoint element it's going to reset the dc universe yes um and and introduce the gun guniverse and from the Snyderverse to the Gunnerverse, and I think people are excited for that element in particular to say, okay, how are you going to fix this? And those, that kind of potential tease or after credit or ending is I think what's going to really, like, I mean, that's what's exciting me, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's exciting quite a few others. Yeah, that, No, that's a good point. I
3: yeah. think there's, there's, I like, I hope, we don't know for sure that they're going to use this movie to reset the you know, the actual real world it would make sense. Film franchise, it would, but it, it makes, it makes so much sense. So I hope they do it and yeah. how they do it will definitely be a curiosity element for sure. Yep.
4: Yeah. And the fact well, that all the early reviews aren't, this is hot garbage <laughs> means it could actually be yeah. good. No, it, the reviews so, are incredible
3: actually. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Like they're hmm. calling it one of the best superhero movies in a long time. <laughs> uh John, what do you got at number seven?
3: Uh, this is where I have Oppenheimer, and I'm actually surprised we haven't talked about this yet. Uh, Chris mm. Nolan did $100 million in the height of the pandemic with Tenet. This really esoteric, time-travel, <laughs> wishy-washy. No one understood what it was about. This movie, I feel like, has a much clearer through line as to what it is, what you can expect from it. And he's filming everything practically. Uh, he has an incredibly consistent Real track uh, record for uh, original films. and I, I see this one doing well. Uh, but opening the same weekend as Barbie could be um, a yeah. bit of a, a hindrance. So I guess we'll see. I, I estimate this will make around $180 million. Um, okay. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I'm excited it, for this one, but I also don't know a lot about it.
2: Oh, I'm super mm. excited for any time Nolan decides yeah. to, you know, yeah. put some celluloid I think up. mass
4: market, though, like people that don't follow it from from a filmmaker's perspective, I could see it potentially not performing as well because of the black and white effect. And also the biopic effect, because the other Nolan films of recent, it's been like, you know, interstellar, time travel with Tenet, and it's like these big kind of more mass appeal topics, Well, this one's like more inter- yeah, no, internalized, I, which is why agree, I but think but it's going to be better, but I can see like a regular person being like, uh, black and white. It's going to be closer to
6: Dunkirk than anything right. he's, well, else he's but done. But
3: Dunkirk made $190 million domestic. I don't. Mm. I think it'll probably land right around there, 180 190 or so, which...
0: Save big money at uh
2: Andrew, what does uh chat GPT have for number seven
6: well, chat GPT girl is living in a chat GPT world uh, so <laughs> yeah, Barbie at number seven Now, if I was going off like of the movies on this list and I'm like just really excited about like Oppenheimer and Barbie. It sucks that they're coming out on the same day because I don't know which one I'm going to go and see first that day, Mm. but I'm going to go and see them both that day. Mm. (laughs) What I
3: like about those two movies is those are the two biggest uh, curiosities for me because I don't know what to expect with either. Mm -hmm. I don't know the tone. I don't really know the style. I don't know what to expect with just how they're going to play out in terms of plot structure. And they both feel like they could take huge, unique swings with how the movie plays out. And Whereas I kind of know what to expect with The Flash. Indiana Jones is going to be a very sort of you know, paint by mm. numbers, three act structure. We know what we're getting with those. Barbie is like, I don't know. No, oh, yeah. is going to do something totally different. Like by the looks of what I've seen so far. Yeah. Uh, it'll yeah. be fun.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah. Barbie. It it just looks so fun. Cannot wait. Aaron, That's my number seven. number seven.
2: My number seven is the same as Alice. I got flash at uh number nice. seven. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I uh, one of the more interesting things about this to me with the possible reset of the universe is I feel like Marvel is leading this direction eventually too. And this is a rare instance of DC getting somewhere before Marvel does, uh, where you know cleaning, they get to cleaning
3: the slate, cleaning the slate, cleaning, no. the, slate, oh, cleaning yeah. the
2: universes. Um, because I mm-hmm. think that's where the whole multiverse thing is leading with with Marvel. Is we talked a new about this slate. in our in our Ant Man so, review
3: a couple months ago that yeah. Marvel has too many sort of dangling threads right now with all these possibilities of resurrected characters, and until they sort of uh, uh, tourniquet that multiversal option and just get back to universe 616 or whatever, uh, it'll be, I think, a problem for them creatively because it's like nothing matters if everything can come back to life. Correct,
2: correct. Uh, But I also
4: find it interesting that apparently uh, wasn't uh, the actress who plays Kamala Khan, uh, Imani Velani, I think her name is, um, or Iman Velani rather, um, she was saying that this isn't the 616 universe, apparently, the MCU. Whatever it it is. A lot of this could
6: be... uh Uh, So I'm wondering if that's going to be
4: like part, if they do a clean slate, it's going to be like, oh, well, now we're going to take you to the 616 universe. It's it's what I've been
6: saying. Like, we need to just have the living tribunal just pop out of space and go, you guys, you're cut off from the multiverse. Goodbye.
2: Mm -hmm. And then just start over. You know? Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll get there.
2: Yeah. So I find it interesting that The Flash is getting there first, uh, or Mm. at least appears as if it (laughs) might be getting there first. Um, I thought
6: you were going to go with uh, DC doing legacy characters, like bring him back, like... uh uh michael well keaton but marvel got there first that's what uh, i was yeah. gonna say yeah. so like
2: you know um but and that uh, worked out
3: pretty well for no way Home. and it did
2: work out pretty well <laughs> and who doesn't want to see michael keaton again as batman like hey, I, I think mean, everybody's jazzed for
3: that i don't think you want to get nuts on the planet that doesn't that let's get nuts
2: i think it's really exciting so um so yeah i think it'll it'll make some money all right let's go on to our number eights alice what do you got
4: this is where I have Fast X because- oh, yep. I What? Think... Oh, do you? There you go. Me the and John East... on the same on the same wavelength. Don't- Oh, you yeah. have it at-, at yep.
2: uh, I have it
6: as well. Clearly, bad. it's number one movie of the year.
4: <laughs> I Clearly. think it's going to do really well internationally. Like, I yes. think that the Asian markets are going to oh. go nuts. No, yeah. love this I think stuff. that yeah. domestically, I think it'll do well enough. But I just-, I just Oh, I also hate I, I think. Movies. I think enthusiasm uh. for
3: this franchise has really cooled down. Eight made less than seven. Nine made less than that. Hobbs and Shaw did
4: less With, than both. I mean, they've been to space. That's like the joke, right? Where it's like, oh, next they thing you know, they'll go to space. Yeah. And then and they they've done have. that. So I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. What Now they've added an Aquaman. Is he going to actually have powers? Because that's the only thing left is that one of them actually Wait, what did you just powers.
2: say? Oh, <laughs> 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 what did you just say? No, Air, Aquaman. Air, Air, Jason
6: no, Mom- j- Jason Momoa is in the movie, so she's oh, saying so Aquaman. Like,
2: what, how is that a crossover? <laughs> that makes no sense.
6: But the fact that you actually believed that there was a possibility that the DC universe merged with the Fast Family universe—that
2: uh, Okay, uh, yeah, I he there for will a he have powers? I'm like powers, I, no, but, <laughs> she,
6: but she's talking about the the bombasticness and how yeah. everything in yeah. uh, like, they're, they're, the fast they're, they're, universe they're, 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 is hyperbolic. I have
4: joined exactly. you back
2: in reality. Continue, That's yeah. yes, That's
4: cool. and and well, I, I'll, I'll say it more specifically. And Brie Larson, <laughs> Captain Marvel, but not Captain oh, yeah. Marvel, Brie Mar- Larson. Like <laughs> yeah. the only thing literally left is that they develop. Uh, they develop superpowers like that's that's I'm literally they pretty,
3: pretty much are, yes. out. Superpowers. I'm out for time travel in one of these these people were yeah, indestructible I did see
4: I did see an interview with Michelle Rodriguez where she was like oh the fight scene that me and you know this character I'm not going to say it now cuz apparently everything's a spoiler <laughs> this character have that's in the trailer they're like oh we filmed that without a director I was like that's not something that's that's not good that's not a good thing
3: that's No actually, actually if I, if I can jump in the one thing I think that has me uh sort of less uh, what I guess bearish, right, would be the opposite mm. of bullish. Mm-hmm. The thing that has me bearish on on Fast 10 is uh, James Wan, the director of the last couple films, ducked out after a week. He was like, "This is too much. Vin yeah. Diesel's too much drama. This is an absolute mess." They shot in the middle of COVID. The budget ballooned. I think to three hundred and sixty million dollars, mm-hmm. just astronomically out of control production. Like famously, like heinous set. Like there's a lot of stress and anxiety coming off of this. But I, family. I, And I feel like if this doesn't screen early to critics, we're going to have an early indication that they are not confident in it. Mm. It It would uh, have to
4: make more money than Avatar 2 to get it, like to recoup its spend. Yeah, And, and I think-
3: the other thing, too, is no. there's like 20 main characters in this. Yeah. The runtime is going to be like three hours long. This just if seems like an that, unruly, just just like a big mess. I'm probably going to love it, but it does seem like just an,
2: uh, like a runaway out, train at this Two hours
4: point. and 21 minutes is the runtime. That's not too well, I, bad. I,
2: I will say even people who have loved the Fast movies like myself uh, weren't necessarily on board with Fast 9. Uh, it was, I, yeah, it I wasn't as good. Them. Um, you know, you just tire of nonsense sometimes <laughs> and uh even if it's intentional. And uh yeah, I, I can see this this one uh doing less. Um, I,
3: I predict it'll come in at 170 million, which would I think be the 170 low
2: point billion. Yeah, the last five. It, it will be number one. <laughs> uh Andrew, what is your number eight? Uh number eight. <laughs> okay.
6: Oh no. I need Everybody, <laughs> don't don't make it me. Don't make it. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Okay, this is the one where I have to reiterate that I did not make this list. It's your rip pick, the, Andrew. Rip the well, would, No
2: matter who. Where I oh got it like, from?
4: Is it like it is your or pick?
6: Let's go. The Meg to the Trench. Oh, that's a so swing. <laughs> Maybe it'll no, Aaron. You can't laugh because you picked the Meg.
2: What was it uh, four Listen, or five I have years a soft ago? Spot for the Meg. It won me this it game. It won you this game. The Meg won me this game because I picked it at number ten, and in the very last week of the the summer, it, it made, popped into that number ten slot um, yeah. and, and won me the game. I, the, so. the Meg
3: is not a bad pick for like honorable mentions, but I don't think it's going to make more than Guardians or Little Mermaid, which you have yet to put on your list. <laughs> Like there's just I just don't see that universe. This this is not six one six. You're in some other <laughs>
5: playground. Yeah. Uh,
4: According right, to Andrew, two. no one's going to go
2: see those movies. at Number eight. Uh, yeah. My number eight is the same as John and Alice's. I also have fast exit number oh. eight. So, <laughs> um, so,
4: generally, it's been quite a copacetic game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, on to our number nine. So Alice, what do you got at number nine?
4: This is where I have Spider-Man uh, across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's really
2: low. That's I am genuinely, low. I'm genuinely
6: surprised you guys have it that low.
4: I just, I just, I was shocked I, when After I went hearing Aaron and
3: talk I, about it, I think I have it low at six. So I want to hear your <laughs> defense of nine. I just,
4: I was shocked by how, like, it, it. well, not little. It didn't make little money, but it didn't make as much money as I, the first one. It yeah, didn't no, make it as much money did as it, it, it would have.
7: It
3: kind of picked up steam later. And I think if,
4: and this is my theory, if Mario is still in theatres, which is entirely possible, and if Elemental and Little Mermaid do pop off, like, I can just see people going for a repeat of that, maybe, and then- because Across the Spider-Verse could be seen as confusing to the average Joe, potentially, and so I'm wondering if that could end up affecting its results, and- I don't know. I just I just think it'll do well. I just don't think it's going to I think it's going to be more like critically well rather than amazing box office. That's just it's my vibe.
2: Yeah, I I get it. Um yeah. I've heard the, both the, of your
3: arguments and I uh if I may, I think Aaron is probably closer to what I think it'll yeah. I think it has a better chance of doing above average than below mm.
2: average. I'm just mm. it's animated it, sequels, man. I like Toy Story. I'm looking at now. The original made 191, which is great. The Toy Story three. The sequel made 2 245. Toy Story three made 415, and Toy Story four made 434. Like you know,
4: it's yeah, but Lego Movie two didn't perform as well as Lego Movie one.
2: That's that's true, but that's you know that has live action in it, so it doesn't count. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> in
4: in fact, it did quite like uh, internationally. Lego Movie Two only made 192.5 total in box office, and that's not just domestically. You so, could be right,
2: Alice. You like, absolutely could be right. I
4: th- it doesn't have the Disney effect, is what I'm saying. You know, I'd yeah. I I love to see this one really
3: with. do well, but I, I would I,
4: love it to do well. I'd actually love to be wrong. I just can see people being like, oh, that's a lot. I'm just gonna go watch the simple kids movie instead.
2: Uh, John, what do you have at number nine? Uh, This is where I have Elemental. Um,
3: I I think this one was one of the hardest ones for me to predict because I agree, past Pixar, summer theatrical releases on original properties have done really, really well, but we've had so many years of question marks in terms of has the day and date with Luca and Onward and Soul and uh, the other one I'm forgetting sort of hurt that brand? Do parents now just expect, we'll just wait for it to be on video. Like, we don't need to see it immediately. Has Pixar sort of shot themselves in the leg with that possibility? Is there urgency to see this in theaters? I think people will see it. I think people will love it. I don't know if people are going to rush out to see it on, you know, June 16th, Mm. the same day that, Batman comes out so flash rather <laughs> shows how much I'm uh, looking forward to in that film um but again I, this is another one where I, I would love to be wrong I predict it'll make around 150 million which would be perfectly uh, you know uh, respectable total but this could do more than 200 maybe even 230 if word of mouth um, mm. is really great and people are bringing their kids to it like I could probably bring nine kids I this might be a little bit over the three-year-olds head but we'll see
2: uh, Andrew what do you have at number
6: nine? Oppenheimer, okay it's still my most anticipated movie of the year. Uh, he's one of my favorite uh, historical figures. I just think his whole life story is fascinating. Um, yeah, and it's Nolan and this you, I
3: think this is a, a a solid guess. I think this will probably crack the top ten, but only you know a couple spots,
6: yeah. yeah. And I do think the fact that it is going up against Barbie, even though, you know, a lot of people want to see both, it is going to hurt both films.
3: Mm. Yeah, no, it will. I, yeah. I I could see them both doing 30 or 40 million opening weekend, but neither one's going to do 80 million. You know what I mean?
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of Barbie, that's what I have at number nine. Nice. Um, I, John, this hasn't been on your list yet, correct? I think uh, Andrew had it at seven. It has yeah. not. Nope. And I'm, I'm, I'm uh keeping track over here Alice too. you had it. Uh 3 four four. 4 4 I think. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 I, I here's my thing. I yes, it is getting a lot of internet buzz. It strikes me a little bit like Megan. Like it felt mm-hmm. like Megan was everywhere with the memes and it did well. the posts. And it did well. And it did well, but it did in the tune of like one, 120, 110 somewhere in that range. Mm. In um, this, but feels... it did
4: more well after it had released. You know, and I, I don't know if there was as much hype leading up to it. It was more after it released where everyone was like, "Oh my god, you have Meg- to- that that Megan Megan 95.
2: That total. wasn't my experience. It, Megan doesn't okay. have the star power that Barbie does. That is fair, mm-hmm. um, but I also wonder if there will be a lot of miss. Understanding about what that movie is, mm-hmm. with I think that's Greta a big Gerwig problem. Personally, like, I
3: don't. Under, I don't know what it is going into it, and I'm not the only one who's confused by the tone. Is I know it like starts in the real world, but then might go into Barbie or vice versa. See, I don't.
2: I don't know anything. All I know is Greta Gerwig, and yeah. she has something to say. I promise you. And mm-hmm. I've seen Lady Bird. I like. I mm-hmm. know. Um, we're even we're for something. Even, I'm getting, I'm getting strong even Lady Bird win. vibes from the trailers. So, so I just wonder if like moms and daughters go opening weekend and then they tell all their friends, don't go to that weird movie.
3: <laughs> like, or, yeah, or that whatever. could be. You know, I could totally I, see that. I, I don't I mean, know.
2: I, I just, I think it'll land somewhere in the 100, you know, 100 2525 million. I have I have
3: 120 somewhere. for my prediction
6: actually like yeah. right on the I'm just uh, hopefully you don't think it's spoilers but I'm just getting vibes from the trailers that this is this is a live action Lego movie. Yeah. That it it, it really has that kind See, of vibe I'm thinking
4: of, more of like an in, like an enchanted but more catered towards yeah. adult and uh, yeah. I think the whole thing so this is my theory okay I didn't no, mm, know this is not coming at all from like the trailers or anything it's just my theory mm. based on the fact that Greta Gerwig Ken is dies? <laughs> But also Why? the fact that Margot Robbie said that this was the best script she'd read, like she's ever read. So oh, that's I think. Interesting. Yeah, so I think that so, this is. To be is fair, Margot has been in a lot
3: of bad movies, but.
4: Okay, <laughs> well, you? yes, but she's she also, was been also in a lot of Wolf good of Wall ones. Street.
3: She was. <laughs>
4: uh, granted, um, but, but
3: a lot of the other I- ones, that. I- not- that was
4: good. I think what's going to happen is that she... So, I think it starts in the Barbie world, and she's, like... She's the Barbie, but everyone else has, like, a job, you know? It's like, oh, this one's a president, this one's a doctor, blah, 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 and she might yeah, not right. have one. So, she decides to go to this real world she's heard of Very to kind it. of find herself. Then, I think when she ends up in the real world, because Ken will go with her... I think that a world where it's been very matriarchal, very, very fate, um, very Barbie focused because all the posters have been like this Barbie's a rocket scientist and he's a Ken, right? So it's got a very clear understanding. It's like the Barbies have like the jobs and the, the aspirations and then the Kens are also there. So I think that's the expectation. And then she'll go into the real world where it's a patriarchal society and the person who like created Barbie, the mother is Will Ferrell and like, all these yeah, businessmen right. are the ones who are dictating the direction. And I think that it's going to be a commentary on the like patriarchy. And all of a sudden, Ken Ryan Gosling, who apparently seems to be quite an objectively dumb character, is going to start getting way more respect and be listened to way more than Barbie, who's the intelligent one. And it's going to be this whole like interesting comparison. I feel like you spoiled
3: the movie because
6: that sounds spot on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah. and, and to Aaron's point, I'm, that all, seems I'm down to me... for that
6: movie. I'm down and for that Aaron's movie. And to Aaron's
3: point, yeah. that seems to me like a little bit more of. This movie has commentary, political and socio, Mm. and that might resonate less with families in like teens and genders. But I wonder if she'll
4: be able to hide it well enough, you know what I mean? Because I think that the aesthetic and the style of it, I think that it'll be like if you don't want to delve surface level, maybe it'll just be a fun, enchanted flick. But if you do start thinking about it more, then it becomes more of a ladybird situation. I could see that 100%. All right.
2: Uh, Anyways, I have that at number nine. Our final (laughs) picks in the top ten. What are your number ten picks? Uh, Alice, what do you got at number... It it
4: hurts me to say I do think Transformers Rise of the Beasts will end up on this list somewhere. Because I think the fact that Bumblebee... Bumblebee got a little bit of goodwill back with it not being the worst film of all time (laughs) and Beast Wars is a property like the the whole beast element yeah exactly but I just think the whole beast element I think that's different and people like I can see kids getting all excited by like oh it's a gorilla car you know and then going to go see the movie and again yeah like I just I could see it performing just number
5: 10
3: John you're number 10 uh, this is where I have Barbie, uh, last and finally. Uh, and I predict around 120 million, like you said, Aaron, echo everything we've already talked about. I think the audience confusion might be the only thing that hurts this outside of opening opposite Oppenheimer. But it'll do well. 100 million, I think, almost guaranteed for a picture like this. This looks pretty good.
2: And with that, no, that's not true. I was going to say that's our first movie that all four of us have in our top 10, but it is not. Uh, I think we all had Indiana. Uh, and The Flash as well. And The Flash uh, mm-hmm. as well. Um, and Fast X. I guess we all had it at number eight. And, and Dead I think we actually have or, plenty of crossovers. I can't of crossovers. believe
4: Guardians and Little Mermaid hasn't even touched Andrew's list.
2: <laughs> well, Andrew, are you going to have either of those at number 10? What's your number 10? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you
5: right
6: now, it ain't either of them, because we're going to be hanging out with Denzel Washington and the Equalizer 3. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face with this one There's just I, I
3: appreciate the optimism but there is no way Guardians of the Galaxy makes less money than Equalizer Guardians has a three month be... head start Guardians comes out in May Equalizer is like late August
4: I also can't believe you think it's going to make any, any money I, I can't believe you think it's going to make any money I'm Wait, just it comes, glad. I'm just it comes glad out September had...
7: 1st you only have like three days to make money with I, this I am just glad we, <laughs> no we, I know
6: i asked chat gpt <laughs> three times because i said are you i actually said are you sure you equalizer three it? <laughs> because it comes out so late and don't forget i actually said don't forget the cutoff date september what was it eight or third or something like that um labor day monday right or labor yeah, day yeah, like, yeah I, I said
2: third or fourth yeah yeah, yeah this I said comes out whatever september day 1st. you'll have
6: a you'll have
3: one weekend with equalizer three
6: yeah and i told <laughs> that the chat gpt i said uh, it, it ends like a week, and any earnings after that date do not count. And it said, "I understand. I still believe that Equalizer Three be- belongs in the right. number ten slot. Oh, this is going to be didn't... my Meg. This is going to be my I, Meg.
2: I, no, it's not. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I just want to say I'm very thankful. I invited two guests on the show for this. <laughs> so. No, this has been great fun. <laughs> <laughs> we could at least have. uh We could at least have. uh three have we serious, just found out uh, that,
4: that picks? Yeah. No, have we found <laughs> out that ChatGPT is a Denzel Stan? Is that's that...
2: right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't blame it. I don't blame it. let yeah, so I'm
3: going to look it up yeah. real quick. What did Equalizer two make in theaters? Because I didn't oh, even only speak.
2: opening weekend. Just look up opening weekend. <laughs> yeah. Don't look up the whole run. Look up opening weekend domestic.
3: All right. So it made 102 total and opening 102 weekend. 102 million op- total opening, opening weekend. weekend was 36 million.
2: Okay, so $36 million. Let's be very clear about what Andrew is saying with his picks. Yes. That Little Mermaid yeah. and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will make less than $36 million total over the summer. Let's just be clear. Nope.
4: I think Guardians has already made more than that in pre-sales. I was, was gonna say
2: Guardians is gonna clear that Thursday night
6: alone. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I mean, amazing. this
2: amazing. I
6: see nothing wrong with this list. Uh, this Merit,
3: uh, close this out. What do you have at The last. This is.
2: This, I would have made this exact same list. It's
4: wild. <laughs> no.
2: Alice, we uh, mm-hmm. have the same seven, eight, nine, and 10. I have Rise of the Beasts at number 10 as nice. well. Um, I think it might squeak in there. Uh, I could swap this with any of my uh, wild cards, and maybe not any of them. I could swap this with two of my wild cards mm. and feel okay. But Th- this is I, also
6: right on the, the cusp for me as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it'll... Uh, I think it'll sneak in that number 10 slot.
6: Aaron, I got a quick question here. Uh, it's about the way the point system works. So if – no, no, honestly, I, I, I think I might understand what ChatGPT's logic is here. Okay. Um, so say that I have a movie uh, in the top 10, like let's say Oppenheimer comes in at number 10. Okay. In a crazy world, Oppenheimer becomes the number one movie. Right. Right. Uh, how many points would I get if it was at ten, or if I put it at ten and it was at number one?
2: Uh, that would be ten at number one. Would be what seven, be six, five, four, points. three, two. What well, you wouldn't get any points for that.
6: So you're saying that no, you get you get one point if you get it in the top ten, right?
2: You should. I don't think I've made that clear. I think but, that
6: might okay. be why ChatGPT puts some movies in the in the uh, in the dark horse or whatever we're calling it the because. Wild card? The wild card because it's like it's a guaranteed point. They're guaranteed points, and I think that's why it put those these movies like, yeah, spoiler alert: Guardians Three, Little Mermaid, and stuff, (laughs) because they're guaranteed points. So why? That's interesting. I think that might be its logic. Maybe. Or it, it, or it loves Denzel. <laughs> loves if, Denzel. Equalizer
4: ends anywhere on this list, it, if it somehow outperforms any movie on you this list. You have to fly
2: to the US and be on a live show.
4: I mean, you know, I want to do that I, anyway. I will just but... say <laughs>
2: here for those listening and uh, and just to make it official, because I didn't, I, I didn't say it wouldn't be that way. But yes, officially, if you have a movie in your top 10 and it's in the top 10 somewhere, of course, you're going to get the same amount of points you would have as if you put it in a wild card. So you, okay. you will at least get a point um, yeah, for those. Sense. So, like, well, if it,
6: now you're changing the rules in
2: chat. GPD doesn't not, have time to change the rules. I never huh? stated which way that would go. I am stating it now. Uh, <laughs> that's how uh, I understood
3: it for whatever that's.
4: Worth. Oh dear. Uh,
2: all right. So number 10s uh, all through. So let's talk about our wild cards. Um, what's Ooh. your first wild card, Alice?
4: mines Oppenheimer because I do think it's going to perform I just wasn't it's it's such a it is literally a, like for me it's a wild card where I'm like I it'll end up somewhere I just don't know where like
6: do you think I, the yeah. war element to it has no, anything to I do with I don't
4: I don't think it's the war element like I said I think it's more or do you mean like to it as in it performing or it not performing
6: Yeah like uh, uh, like cuz even though it is like it's an American movie about a guy who won world war two for the u.s that's why i think what a lot of us are thinking like yeah but that's I mean, gonna make a lot to of movies this is going get-
4: in you'd have to know going in it's not gonna depict him as a hero right like you know, i feel yeah. like it's gonna depict him as the villain you know like i like i'm destroyer of worlds sort of situation and so i think that could potentially turn people off i just think there's some stuff. There's enough artsy, more maybe more like like guilty elements of it which could turn people off, but I also think it is Chris Nolan and the cast? The castless? Oh, the cast the cast is ridiculous for this film. It's ridiculous. You know? Like so I think that could also be a huge win Yeah, for but it. if we're
2: basing it on cast, why aren't we talking about Asteroid City? You know what I mean? Like the cast mm. can only get you uh, so far um, there, there has to be some backing behind it.
6: There's, there's no way around looking at anything Wes Anderson does, and people having an automatic. A uh, mm-hmm. pretentious art house film, like <laughs> thought. I mean, I,
5: mm-hmm.
4: we
6: all know that Wes Anderson is much more than that, but. But he's not, he's never gonna, you know, break 120.
4: Exactly. Yeah. But exactly. But also, the cast in Oppenheimer are like big box office casts. Like, we got Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Killian Murphy, Florence Pugh, Alden Arn- uh, Ehrenreich, Gary Oldman, Josh Harnett, like, it, Jack Quaid, Rami Malek, Kenneth Branagh, Dane DeHaan, D- Tony Goldwyn. Casey Affleck, like I yeah, keep being like, is... okay, I'll stop, but it just it, James the Arsey, like it's insane, absolutely. It is insane. wild.
2: Are you saying Tom Hanks isn't a big box office uh, cast or? Uh, I think Tom... he's
4: he he can, but I just think Wes Anderson, movies... Scarlett
2: Johansson. <laughs> how much Marno money Robbie, did uh, how
6: much money did Tom Hanks movies make this year or last year? <clears throat> uh,
2: you know what? Otto actually, made, uh, really well. the the one, yeah, the one. Auto uh, Man, Called Auto yeah, did really well. Man, called Auto mm. did really well. Oh. I think um, just... it broke a hundred domestically. I could be wrong. It really, stayed around for a while. Yeah. Wow, it had yeah. really good legs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, all right, uh, John. What's your first wild card pick?
3: Uh, this is where I threw uh, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this will make around 110, 115 million. Um, but this and my other few wild cards are—I have them all kind of just jockeying right around that mm-hmm. 100 million mark. I think they'll just be above it, but not too much. Uh, And this is one of those franchises that has consistently made less money the last three or four entries. And I just feel like any goodwill the movies had from when Shia LaBeouf was in them, you know, two decades ago, I think it's all burned out. And I don't know that people care anymore, but people will still go to see it. Even the worst Transformers movies will break $100 million, so that's yeah. right
2: yeah totally uh i'll go next um my first wild card is a movie we haven't talked about yet uh but i think it's a sneaky dark horse uh haunted mansion is my first wild card that's my
4: next one so there <laughs> you go nice. well, let's talk about that.
2: It. um yeah i just think that there's <sighs> There's just some Disney magic that can happen with this kind of stuff, and the cast looks fun. It looks quirky. Um, mm-hmm. It there's, also there's- you can't
4: you can't deny the success of movies based on Disney rides. It has that, but it also has the whole. It came out in 2003, and a lot of us, like a lot of millennials, would have watched it as a kid, and then might want to watch the reboot. You know, does this yeah. have any connection to that other film? It was my understanding no, it was
3: just a completely new. Take. I, I mean, none
4: that I mean. I it's know a new take, of. but it's got the same title. You know, like right. <laughs> that's, I'm that's sorry, the connection.
2: It does not have the same title. There's a "the" in the other All one. All right. Um, well, and, so. and
3: then the other important <laughs> thing to consider that we haven't talked a lot about um, is uh, release dates. We have mentioned when they have competing mm-hmm. openings, but. Haunted Mansion comes out the end of July, and there's almost nothing else for younger demographics the entire month of August. Mm -hmm. August is wide open for that kid and family demo, which is why I I think this is a really solid pick uh, for a wild card. Yeah, I I
2: genuinely think it could sneak into the 10 or 9 even. It could. uh, Absolutely. And if it's good,
4: like if it, because I think the concept's interesting enough, like it could be good. If it's good, I think it it will ramp it up.
2: Yeah. Andrew, what's your first uh, wild card pick? Guardians 3. <laughs> okay. okay. Sounds good. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna score your uh your list forwards and backwards and see which one wins. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
3: I'm I'm going to assume what you already figured out, Andrew, which is that Chat GPT did something with the math that sort of uh, overvalued the wild card spots as your, yeah. your one, two, and three. So if you have this at your one and you move everything else down three spots, everything on your list starts to make sense all of a sudden mm-hmm. yeah and it, it i'm going good. to just pretend that you said guardians an hour ago at number one <laughs> yeah. and fast 10 you had it fourth place which is i think a little bit more uh reasonable um mm. uh, assuming that i think that's a that's a good pick for number one
2: yeah <laughs> yeah beast wars at six is still a little a little uh you know uh, yeah optimistic, uh, let's just say. Right, we're,
3: we're back around, Alice. What's your <laughs> Yeah, second? what's your number? Well,
4: I, I said Haunted Mansion, oh, so that's right. we can okay. skip, that's right. skip ahead to John. Yeah.
3: Great. Uh, this is where I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant mm. Mayhem, which comes out the week after in early August. And I think, um, borrowing from your, your Meg uh, maneuver from a few years ago, Aaron, mm-hmm. I think this, this kind of has a lot of August to itself, and I think if word of mouth is good, this has been a huge property for... You know, our entire lives—at least Andrew and I—and uh, I think this is the kind of thing that'll get older millennials like my, like me, to come out on a nostalgia trip. Maybe bring our kids. Uh, I don't know. Ninja Turtles is just always kind of Prince. Money, it also looks ones. good. Like oh, it, looks, it looks so I, it looks good. Really neat. I, I think really this has good. a different style than the last couple we've
6: And seen they're with doing so. Some- <laughs> They're doing something that they've never done before.
4: Having them actually be teenagers? They're teenagers! Yeah,
3: yeah.
5: they
4: look like it, they
3: sound like it. I, I think that's a really fun angle. And
4: Oh yeah, the kids uh, are... I, I think, think, think they voicing like 12 and 13
3: years
6: old.
4: Yeah. John, yeah. I love how you said that's a fun angle, as if the title isn't literally Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja. <laughs> up
3: until now, like, where they... <laughs> what a wild take! Uh, up until now, that they feel like in so many adaptations that they're, they're just... Their age is so secondary to everything mm-hmm. about their behavior. The, the at least in the trailer, the turtles in this movie feel like kids. They they act yeah. they act like Gen Zers, yeah. which I, yeah. I kind of love.
2: Uh, Andrew, your second wild card, Little Mermaid. Okay, so
3: this all makes sense. This all makes perfect sense. Yeah. Re- rearrange your list so that these are on the top, and everything nope. else makes sense. Can't
6: do it. <laughs> Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but I am adamant because I need the Equalizer three and Meg two <laughs> to break the top ten, just so I can. Oh, oh, it's gonna be beautiful.
5: It's not nice. uh,
2: my wild card number two is Oppenheimer. Uh, okay. It it could do well. It could do well. Um, I just it just seems like. I don't know. It just seems like it's missing something attractive mm. about it. Like there's, you know, it's gonna have to be a lot of word of mouth, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Christopher be- Nolan movie. The Nolan fanboys aren't enough. They just aren't. Mm-hmm. They just aren't enough. It has to appeal to a mass audience. Um so we'll see uh, how that goes. i, I,
3: I well, we haven't reviewed the entire list in uh, in like from a ten thousand foot view, but i I have Oppenheimer above Fast Ten and Elemental. Mm-hmm. I think I have it higher than than everybody. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have a feeling this one could do really well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, all right, final wild card, Alice.
4: Okay, this is my other big swing, but I could see this be doing well, particularly on the, oh, let's all go watch a, a fun film. I've heard this is good crowd, which is the blackening.
6: Mm. Oh.
3: I've never even heard, this wasn't even on my radar. What is this?
4: It's basically like uh, think like the same sort of vein as a freaky or um, the other one that uh, that J- the Blumhouse mo- about time the Groundhog Day one that is oh Happy Death Day like same sort of vein as like Happy Death Day and like um and and I just said it and it's already gone from my brain oh no, and freaky but. It's basically like the tagline is, well, we can't all die first, because it's a horror movie where the Ugh. cast is all oh. is all black. And so it's oh, meant yes. I think it's gonna be like yeah. a Tucker and Dale also situation. Yeah. It's that fun horror comedy. You know, everybody knows the stereotype. Everybody like would easily laugh along with it. And I can just if this is really good, like I think critically if this is really good. I can just see a lot of people being like, oh, I love horror. I love comedy. I've heard this is really good. Let's just all go out and watch this, you know? So I can see this this especially comes out in the middle of it. And in those dead weekends, (laughs) um, it could potentially get an uptick.
3: I think this is a movie that could get into the squeak into the top ten if it legs mm. out really long because mm. it opens the same day as Elemental and The Flash. Yeah, I don't
4: think it's an opening weekend. I best, it, like it comes a... in
3: third. I don't think it'll yep. ever crack the top third, but it could ride third place, fourth place, fifth place for a month or two and yep. do steady inroads in that sort of middle position. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's that's a, a bit of a dark horse. No pun intended. Pick,
2: mm. uh, John. What is your final wild card?
3: So when doing research, I discovered that for the last, I want to say, eight or nine years, there has been one comedy film in the top ten summer movies every year. Mm. Mm. And so far, uh, we, except for The black ending just now, we have not talked about any, like, straight comedies. I don't think the Barbie quite uh, qualifies. So my uh, last honorable mention, wildcard is Joyride. This is mm. the uh, Asian-led uh, road trip movie where this adopted... Asian girl goes back to China to meet her parents or to find her biological parents. I saw a trailer yeah. for this last week, and I was laughing my butt off. I think this yeah. is the kind of thing that could blow up like Crazy Rich Asians or Girls Trip. I think this oh, will Oh, this is Bridesmaids.
6: This is full Bridesmaids. On bridesmaids. Right. It,
3: this will find that like female audience that a lot of these other movies, quite frankly, Oppenheimer and The Flash and Dead Reckoning, a lot of women aren't going to see those, at least not in the same numbers as they might uh, something mm. like this. So a raunchy rated R comedy aimed at women— um, with like a really nice, healthy, diverse cast, I, I think this could do and and two very popular, well.
4: very popular cast members because you got yep. Stephanie Shue coming off the Everything Everywhere train, and then you've got Ashley Park who is in Emily in Paris, which is so popular. So those are two immediate like faces people are gonna be like, oh, I like her, you know. Yep. So yeah,
3: this this could do well, and uh, I'm excited to see it. And I want to double check. This comes out on july 7th and while uh dead reckoning comes out on that wednesday the only other movies on that july 7th are insidious the red door and the outlaws and i i just don't see those winning mm. the weekend mm-hmm. so i think this could get off to a really good number one start that opening weekend get out to like 30 or 40 million and then just kind of hang around for a month uh mm. so this i i predict this will just land around 100 million even
2: good choice i like that one uh Andrew, what is your uh, final choice for your wild card?
6: Final wild card I have is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, you're going to get a lot of families taking their kids to see it. Nickelodeon, man, Nickelodeon gets it gets people, it gets Absolutely. people in. I mean, it's not Equalizer three <laughs> or the Meg two. <laughs>
4: Also, you think that apparently because Elemental wasn't on your list at all, was it?
6: No, I've never heard of it. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't waste time on indie properties, you know, just so, so I some, can. Yeah, for some yeah, no name studio like studios. Some no name studios.
2: Yeah, Pixar. Yeah. So, under Jahan's theory, uh, ChatGPT had TM third. Uh, for for the summer, yeah. That's uh,
3: that. What? That's a the big theory. Falls apart. <laughs> a bit, a bit it does. Uh, Aaron, last but not least.
2: Uh, guys, I could not abandon it after how much it it Meg, meant to Meg, me. Meg, the Meg, Meg is my uh, <laughs> nice. third wild card. That, that's
3: honestly, it's not a terrible pick.
2: That opens in mm-hmm. a very empty mm-hmm. August, and I think mm-hmm. that's going to
3: appeal to a crowd that Haunted Mansion and Turtles don't.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, especially I, since I'm
3: pretty sure it's rated R,
6: right? I agree. Oh yeah. Oh I yeah. I agree. That first Meg is, is was Is Jason really Statham R.
3: coming back for this one? Yeah. yeah no He is. Okay, well it. then that if he didn't, I would have much more reservations. The fact that he is coming back,
6: I, I think he he he's like I think he's like one of the main producers of these movies. Well, that's
2: great. I the <laughs> original I'm not of fun. surprised. I'll go see this. Jason Statham well, dies?
4: Now that would be interesting.
2: There's, Wait, there's m- one
4: one
3: more movie I don't think anybody mentioned, which is Blue Beetle. That's mm-hmm. uh, it comes out next- way
4: too late. Like
3: it it comes out August 18th, so I don't think it'll have enough money to crack anybody's top mm-hmm. ten. But I did want to mention it because it is a big DC property. It'll have
2: three weekends. I mean, it, it could do know.
3: well. It by then it might have enough time to make sixty or seventy million. Probably not enough to to break into the top ten, but. Uh, it, it's a big comic book movie flashy it's, character some people know
6: it's starting off the uh it's starting off the new verse technically yeah right
4: mm. is it though like or is it a is it actually part of or the new planning this, like, lame or is, is it duck just period yeah i i yeah. from what
6: i i'm from what i read this is like if you're not counting the flash because that's the actual resetting point this is the first movie that actually takes place within the new uh gunverse whatever you want to mm. call it
4: also, is it me, or does the suit literally just look like Superman and uh, Yellow Jacket had a baby? Like I, I was going to say, it just Mama looks like movies. Rescue.
3: It looks like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, just, is... it just
4: looks. The pe- the face. Like, oh my God. It's goodness. whatever.
3: Every, every one of these comic book movies looks the same now. I'm so over it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, love, I love Marvel, I'm but I'm just them, also yeah. simultaneously over the entire genre.
6: I'm giving them credit. That is exactly what Blue Beetle looks like. Well, so. That's okay. something, anyway. Yeah. Uh, was there any other movies that anybody.
2: I don't think so. We haven't mentioned. I think Mm. we... I mean, Insidious, is it possible? There's a horror movie that really takes off? Like Uh, Typically,
3: those do best in in January and February and maybe October. I don't think horror's ever done well in July.
4: I almost put Book Club, the next chapter, as a wild card, because I can see getting literally all the other... Like, it's that entire... Women, you know, 50 and above crowd that aren't going to go see any, like, they're not going to go see Guardians, they're not going to go see anything like that. Right. So I could see him being like, oh, book club, I like that movie. Yeah, and people, then they all go see it together
2: sisterhood of the traveling books or you know whatever. yeah
4: exactly oh and then the other I, I have two others that i considered one was the boogeyman because it's been getting a lot of like internet buzz like a lot and people yeah. a, a really good horror movie will get people out but then the other one on the comedy train as you uh, were mentioning john is strays because
7: oh <laughs>
6: that, that was strays. funny <laughs> strays might make that. some money it's yeah. will ferrell pretending to be a dog
4: yeah. yeah, and it looks funny. Like it, it I, yeah. the trailer looked funny. I could totally yeah. see people being like, <laughs> "Dogs." This could, this like- could be, <laughs>
6: Strays could be this year's Sausage Party. Mm. That's where. That's where that. the kind of vibes I'm getting. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think that movie made a ton of money. I thought Sausage Party made a pretty decent chunk. The, the other I, mean, two I I'm not to saying mention. the movie was good. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying it got butts and seats. The other two
3: I yeah. wanted to mention quickly were No Hard Feelings, this R-rated sex comedy with Jennifer Lawrence coming out in oh, June. Oh, I thought and, that was an Apple um,
4: TV Plus release. Am I and insane? the other one
3: is uh, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, which is DreamWorks' next big animated feature. Oh. And DreamWorks is hit or miss, right? The last year they yeah. had Plus Pussy Boots: The Last Wish, which, which did huge numbers. I think that ended up at like 200 million. But I don't think Teenage Kraken's going to do that. But it could be a surprise.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good well, enough. there you go. There is the, at least our choices for the Summer Sum Game. Go get yours in if there's still time. Uh, again, go to sifpop.com, Click on Summer Sum Game. Before we head out, guys, uh, let's uh, do a quick buried treasure from everybody. Just something that you're watching that you want to let people know about. Uh, we'll go in reverse order and let our guests go last. Uh, so I'll kick us off. Um Of course I'm watching Mrs. Davis. How could I not be watching Mrs. Davis? Uh, It is uh, executive produced by Damon Lindelof, who I love. Um, And the showrunner is a former writer for, and actually current writer for Young Sheldon, but former writer for Big Bang Theory, um, and is uh, kind of based on an idea they came up with together, Um, uh, a seed of an idea from her that they then worked on together. And you can feel just the mystery and the interesting angles on spiritual ideas, and there is a um, not to spoil too much, but there is an envisioning of Jesus Christ in the show that is so interesting to me um, and uh, I think would be interesting to anybody, whether you're person you know a person of faith or or not um, it's just it's a really fascinating look uh, at. The ideas of omniscience, the ideas of God, the ideas of AI, the you know, like um it's it's really, really interesting. Plus Betty Gilpin. I mean, come on. Like, uh, she's so good. And I think I forget the guy's name that's the main guy, but I think Jack he was McDormand. In, uh is that who it is? I Jack think McDormand he was yet. in the um uh the He was the in the Limitless
4: show.
2: Limitless, yeah, it's the guy from Limit mm. the Limitless TV show He's who so I really Man. liked. Well, in a lot of that. Um, uh, so there are five episodes out already they dropped the first four at once and then there's been another one since then I think there's only eight uh in what I'm guessing is a first season or maybe the full series I, d- I don't know where they'll end up but I know I am loving loving this show uh so it's a huge recommend for me and it's a, it's a Peacock original I, so. I had
3: not even heard of this so thank you for putting it on my radar I yeah. will mm-hmm. Think about checking it out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. That's Uh, the best you can get. Andrew, what did uh, ChatGPT say you should recommend? uh, recommend ChatGPT recommended
6: a a Netflix stand-up. If you guys haven't already, you guys really need to check out John Mulaney's Baby Oh, Jay. my God.
4: It's so I'm, I'm good. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done recording. Oh, <laughs> it's, I love John Mulaney it's, so much.
6: It's wild how good it is. It's He's really, my favorite. And comedian. how raw but it is. I mean, how honest it is. Oh, it's brutally raw and honest. You, you but, guys all just
3: watched this yesterday. It just came out, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, it oh, came out, did. Like, uh, Oh, did we, it? Like okay. I thought it, I thought it came yeah. out yesterday. Yeah. No.
6: Well, I, uh, <laughs> I, was, I stayed up till it's three in the morning, just waiting. Cause I was like, cause I, I knew what, what he was going to be talking about. He's going to be talking. The entire stand-up special mm. is about his struggles and, you know, going into rehab and what that meant for him. And uh, yeah, like Aaron said, it is brutally honest. It is a, uh, uh, he's not holding much back. Uh, I think he
2: worked some of it in his SNL monologue or somewhere. I had heard bits and pieces of it before, and I think it maybe was from his SNL uh, monologue, but um, but yeah, it's it's really, so good. really good.
6: It, it is really good. He is one of my favorite stand-ups right now. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's doing better. And because yeah. uh, it, it, one of the parts he was talking about mainly during the stand-up is he was afraid that he wouldn't be able to do this without the drugs and stuff because he, like, he felt like he relied on it. If he, yeah. he did this sober, it's one of his best stand-ups. He can do it. So... It's just a great, it's just great comedy and uh, because it's real too. I I love him.
3: I am excited to watch this. I did not need a recommendation, but I appreciate it.
6: (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of one of those buried treasure, not really buried treasures sort of a thing.
4: It's also interesting to see how the tone has shifted between his last stand-up and this one because of the lack thereof trucks, um, which he does call out at the beginning, which I literally never even thought about until I was like, oh, that, no, that makes sense. Yeah. And so, but it's still, like, he's still John Mulaney. You know, it's still all there. It's great.
6: I will say there's one part of it that... I know a lot of people loved, but I hate cringe humor. And it's the very end when he's reading that GQ article. I I was. was Funny. I know it's funny, but I'm one of those people who I get uncomfortable in those like awkward, like and just like him having to read something that's obviously really like cringy to him. I
4: found I found it afterwards, and I read the whole thing. Oh, it's just is it chaos? worth reading the whole thing? It's chaos. It is chaos. Yeah. If you can't handle the cringe in the show, Andrew, maybe not. <laughs> like-
6: no, it, it was just that one part, and it's one of those. Yeah. It, I know it's a very me thing.
2: Yeah. So yeah. uh John, what's your buried treasure?
3: I'm going to give a shout-out to a fellow YouTuber by the by the name of Dan Murrell, uh, former um, member of Screen Junkies, who does one of my favorite weekly routines, uh, which is Charts with Dan. Every Tuesday, he breaks down uh, box office totals. So if you enjoyed this 100-minute uh, episode of SIF Pop where we just went through all the prognosticating of box office, Dan does the same thing, but he backs it up with years of experience and knowledge, and he breaks out all the charts – he does profit breakdowns, um, flashes back to years past, adjustments for inflation, and kind of compares how movies and franchises have done compared to each other. I love crunching numbers and going through charts. And uh, his YouTube channel, with, which is, has a lot of great reviews and news, but his, uh, his box office video every Tuesday is appointment viewing for me. And I um, can't recommend him enough. He is a, a Dan Mural on YouTube, and um, he is great if you love following box office news.
6: I mean, it doesn't sound that impressive. You can just get a chat GPT (laughs) algorithm to tell you all these box office numbers. uh,
3: A quick quick, uh, uh, sell for Dan. Uh, Last year, he got 10 for 10 on his summer prediction. Not 10 in the same spot, but all 10 of his picks in the top 10. And um, that would be – that's impressive if anybody does it uh, on this call, Mm -hmm. certainly. Yep. Uh, Dan Mural
4: Movies is the address.
2: Uh, All right, Alice, what is <laughs> your buried treasure?
4: Yeah, so mine was spoiled a little bit earlier, but it is, I am watching and thoroughly enjoying Ted Lasso Season 3. Similar to Andrew, it's not really a ba- a buried treasure, <clears throat> but, like, I, I don't know. I really loved Season 1. I enjoyed Season 2, but I just think Season 3 and the most recent episode in particular has been perfection I love every single one of the characters I think it's so interesting what they're doing and I keep being like wait how are they doing all this like how many episodes do they have to wrap this up with it being the final season and everything um, but oh my goodness, it is just so good. I love Roy, especially now. I'm paying more attention to Roy with him being Hercules and everything, and Marvel soon. Yeah. So I'm more like, ooh, let's 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 pay more attention to his abilities. And I think they they've in, you know included more of Trent Crim and, and other characters, um, and introduced new ones who are actually very interesting to watch. And the most recent one focused on Sam a little bit more. And I I saw this reaction uh, about it, which was perfect, uh, which was. Like every episode of Ted Lasso, I am laughing my my head off and crying my eyes out because you'll be like that is hilarious, and then you'll be like that is so beautiful. (laughs) And so yeah, yeah, it's I am so excited, but I'm like I'm really excited to see the end, but I'm also sad to see the end.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I uh, the
6: Amsterdam episode. I think is the best episode that Ted Lasso ever did. I do love the the latest one with uh, mm-hmm. Sam and the and his dad's restaurant and everything like it was, that was beautiful. Absolutely loved it, but mm-hmm. there was just like it never dropped below fourth gear of amazingness. That uh, mm-hmm. that Amsterdam episode is so good,
4: mm-hmm. and I love how it's this season's really bringing the whole like the soccer team element into it. Like they're not just the like random extras in the background. Like I'm really feeling this uh, camaraderie coming through, which is really nice. I
6: think we're going to get a, I think we're going to get a surprise fourth season mm-hmm.
4: because they're so? doing
6: the, they're doing this whole thing and spoilers, I guess, <clears throat> but they're doing this whole thing with shrink cream. He's like, Oh, so uh, the first step of your plan is this and the mm-hmm. second step and the third step and we haven't found out what the fourth step is. Well, if you look at all these steps he's mentioning, each of them is relevant to what that season accomplished. Like, I what think that it's season...
4: obvious what number four is going to be.
6: Final or done. No, finished. I mean,
4: I don't want to say it because I don't want to potentially yeah. spoil it. But, but I... let's dead just say it's word. dead? Ted
6: dead? dead?
4: <laughs> Hang on. But I, it's like, I think that it's it's a word we've heard before.
2: Does it start mm-hmm. with a B? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we will just leave that there.
4: Uh, so, is <laughs> it yeah, clear eyes, full
6: hearts can't lose? <laughs> yes, that's yeah. the
2: one. Uh, Ted Lasso is great. Uh, I back up that recommendation on oh, Apple yeah. TV Plus. Uh, Dan Mural, also great. Check him out on YouTube. John Mulaney also great. Baby J is on Netflix, and Mrs. Davis uh, is also great. What a what a great group oh, of peacock. recommends on Peacock. Last week. on Peacock. Peacock. Uh, peacock original. Well, we did it, guys. Woo, we, woo. Uh, We put our best effort into predicting the box office for summer 2023. Uh, 75% of us put in our best effort at predicting the box office of 2023. Yeah, Alice, Uh, step up your game. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations to us all. Thank you so much for joining us today for Sif Pop. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other shows on the network at studiodna.media or by searching Studio DNA in your podcast player. Huge thanks to Andrew for hanging out today. Not a bot. (laughs) Huge (laughs) thanks to producer Phil for producing the audio and video show. Thanks, Phil. Thanks to John Paula for coming in and uh, playing with us today. Uh, Where would you like to send people, John? Uh, Letterboxd,
3: as always. J-O-N-P-A-U-L-A. I caught up on all of my backlogging today, added like 70 movies that I had not logged over the last couple months, and wrote a whole bunch of reviews. So if you'd like to hear my thoughts on a whole bunch of stuff, just head over there and give me some follows and some likes and engagement and make me feel good about my decisions.
2: Thank you. Have a (laughs) great night. It is is a place where I honestly feel like if they would add two, maybe three social interaction abilities on letterbox like a
3: like or a heart you mean well, something just, like that just
2: there's a, there's just a couple and yeah. i'm i may never visit twitter again <laughs> like i would just live on letterbox yeah um it's just it's 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 a really cool and i i do uh, uh at least a little review for every single new movie i see so I, i've been um, trying
3: to get better at writing at least something um mm-hmm. I watched Ghosted last night, and I, I didn't have a lot of strong thoughts. Well, like, let me just start writing. I ended up writing like 200 words about it. It's like, that's eh, fine. Ten I usually do now, a paragraph completely- or two. I
2: usually just yeah. do a paragraph or two, and and it's, it's actually really nice, uh, not just on a social level, but it's also nice on – a like a years level. from now, if yeah. I'm like, oh man, I remember, I kind of felt this way about this movie, and then you go back and you can just journal. see your fresh thoughts on uh, on stuff when you saw them.
3: Yeah, I, I primarily write for myself. I don't care. I, I'd be great if everybody wanted to go give me a follow and uh, yep. interact and leave replies, but I primarily do it for myself. My memory's not great, so I just write everything down and write everything, and
2: yep.
7: you know,
3: keep track of it.
2: Uh, and thank you to Alice for hanging out with us again today Uh, where do you want to send people Alice
4: yeah. So, I mean, you can find me on all socials like TikTok and Instagram and Letterboxd at Ali G M-I-C-H. Um, so I'm across all those. And on TikTok, I'm currently, um, I've got a list. I've made a movie backlog list, a list of shame, if you will. And I'm slowly making my way through it. Most recently, I watched a Clockwork Orange. Um, and I'm just like recording my thoughts afterwards and popping it up there as, a, again, a little video journal of of it. Um, but otherwise I also have the YouTube channel I'm doing with my friend where we recently reviewed a retrospective for Heartstopper, um, which has, yeah, it's a fun little video and it's at Clean Slate Reviews on YouTube. So head on over there. Otherwise, all of that aside, I'm also a writer for sifpop.com, uh, most recently reviewed Mario, um, <laughs> and I've it heard was, of that one. Yeah, yeah, it was an interesting one to write. That's for sure. <laughs>
2: So check all that out for Alice. Also, much love and gratitude to our Sif Pop members. Thank you so much for making Sif Pop a real thing. Um, We have a lot of fun doing our bonus content for you guys. uh, And it's just it's humbling that you would even go check it out. Uh, That is at Patreon.com slash siftpop, Uh, patreon.com slash siftpop is where you do that. Uh, Lots of other ways to connect with us. Feel free to leave a comment, a rating, or a review, whether you listen uh, at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen, you can do that. You can also email us, feedback at siftpop.com. And finally, if you are having a good time, your movie loving friends will probably like the show too. So let them know about it and that listening is much easier than the equalizer getting anywhere near the top 10 this summer. (laughs) 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 We'll be back. Bill, you're fired. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back next week with Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and more. Never heard of it.
3: ChatGPT didn't.